0: It's six o'clock. I'm John Kay. Good morning. The headlines. The Prime Minister says Norway's not the answer. A Hertfordshire man makes a plea for Iran to release his father. And Bobby's on the beat. They're on their way out.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: David Cameron will today challenge claims by campaigners who want Britain to leave the European Union and adopt a looser relationship modelled on Norway's. Mr Cameron will argue that Norway still has to follow rules imposed by Brussels and accept EU migrants. He's travelling to Iceland for the Northern Future Forum, a conference of Nordic countries and the UK, which will discuss his plans for a referendum on Britain's EU membership. A Hertfordshire man's calling for his 76-year-old father, who's unwell, to be released from an Iranian prison on compassionate grounds. Kamal Farooqi, who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship, has served more than half of an eight-year sentence for espionage. His son, Kamran from Hartsmere, says his family are desperate to see him.
2: My daughters have um, grown up half their lives not seeing him... Uh, having seen him a lot when they were younger, and they keep asking when he's coming home. Um, We don't have any answer to that question.
0: The Business Secretary, Sajid Javid, will travel to Brussels later to discuss current pressures on the steel industry. He'll raise government concerns around cheap steel imports. Steel workers from several areas are expected to lobby MPs in Westminster this morning, ahead of an Opposition Day debate on the issue. A leading cancer charity says thousands of cases of the disease could be diagnosed at an earlier stage. Cancer Research UK has analysed two years of data and says there's an unacceptable variation in the speed of diagnosis between different parts of the country. Here's Jane Draper.
3: Many cancers in England are being diagnosed earlier, even with an overall rise in cases. But after looking at this new data covering two years, Cancer Research UK believes there's still room for improvement in many areas. The charity says if all regions had the same rate of early diagnosis as Bath, Gloucestershire, Swindon and Wiltshire, almost 20,000 cancer cases would be found sooner. NHS England says it's working with doctors towards giving all patients cancer test results within four weeks by 2020.
0: Two of the country's most senior police officers have signalled the era of routine patrols by bobbies on the beat has come to an end. The chairwoman of the National Police Chiefs' Council and the Deputy Commissioner of the Metropolitan Police made the comments ahead of expected cuts to the policing budget next month.
4: Nip Hopkins reports. Speaking to Newsnight, Craig Mackey, Scotland Yard's Deputy Commissioner, said the threshold for investigating some crimes would rise and in what would be an unprecedented move... The Met was looking to get private funding from banks and big business to pay for some programmes. Sarah Thornton, the head of the National Police Chiefs' Council, said forces simply wouldn't have enough officers to conduct routine patrols everywhere. The policing minister, Mike Penning, said what mattered was how officers were deployed, not how many of them there were.
0: The weather for pets, hearts, and bucks. A cloudy morning ahead with heavy rain and the top temperature of 14 Celsius, 57 Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
1: Music to make lunch too.
5: to From TV You'll undo But I'll be connecting
6: everything
5: The traffic in my time
1: Listening for your afternoon. Music to make lunch Everyone to.
5: Want me to ride into the sun.
7: Cross beds, parts and bugs.
1: This is Guggan Garawal
7: on BBC Three Counties Radio. BBC Three Counties Radio,
8: riding the pleasure train. <laughs> Betsy, last week, this week, yeah Stop banging on about it. All we right. don't care. It's I only you that's affected. You've just mentioned it then. No. Catherine Boyle is so nauseated by your continuing haranguing of the listener about your new job that she's taken the rest of the week off. Mm. Uh, so, um, uh, Danny Warbucks is Catherine. Yep. You're on the wrong microphone, dude. I'm on the right
9: microphone. No, dude. No. You're on the wrong. Uh,
8: right. You're on the
10: wrong
4: one. Okay. Mic- no. no,
8: Just go to the right microphone. This one the right- He's gonna get right on my um, well. Let's just say boobies, shall we? Um oh, there's you have? Thank you so much, indeed. Now, oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Today is the last day where you can um, uh, uh, call in with your tributes to Kelly Bates. You can do it. You can do it afterwards. But I'm putting the package together this afternoon. So, you know, I say putting the package together. What I mean is, I'm gonna be just like putting the clips over. Coldplay karaoke.
10: That's package.
8: Is it? Yeah. Flipping heck it turns out that what you lot do is a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. The Hertfordshire family of a 60 uh, excuse, excuse me a 76-year-old man who's being held in an Iranian prison say they are worried about his health and are pleading for him to be released. Kamal Farugi holds dual British and Iranian citizenship and is over 4 years into an 8-year sentence for espionage, spying. Amnesty International have called for Iranian authorities to ensure he receives the med- medical care he requires. Kelly Betts has got more. Uh, what happened to Kamal? Incredible story.
10: It is. So he was working in Iran's capital for an oil company in 2011 when plain clothes police officers arrested him at his home. He wasn't charged until a year later. And after two years in prison, he was finally brought to court and sentenced to eight years in prison for espionage, spying. He has dual British um, and Iranian citizenship. But Iran does not recognize that status and regards him as an Iranian in Iranian citizenship mm. in full therefore the British Foreign Office are having real problems getting access to him to provide the assistance that he needs um, and on top of all this as you mentioned he's 76 years old, um, his health is deteriorating and his family says he needs specialised care which he's not currently receiving despite being promised a full medical checkup in the, by the Iranian authorities um, he's been waiting 14 months for that to take place, his son Cameron and his family are desperate for him to get the medical care he needs, play clip
2: my daughters have um, grown up half their lives not seeing him, uh, having seen him a lot when they were younger, and they keep asking when he's coming home. Um, but we don't have any answer to that question. Um, we just want him to come home and just live the rest of his life in, in peace with us.
10: The family say they fear he may even die in prison before they get a chance to see him again.
8: Anything that the uh, foreign office can do, the UK foreign office can do?
10: They say they sympathise. <clears throat>
8: apologise. We're, no, we're all a little, a little croaky. bit croaky today. I don't know what's going on, but we did in you no know, way mean to be disrespectful to the story. No, we're still of course a bit not.
10: Unfortunately, they don't have the power to release him, though. They say they've been in regular contact with the family since uh, 2013 uh, when they were first made aware of the situation. A spokesperson from the Forest Office... Foreign Office says we're very concerned for his health and have raised this with the Iranian authorities on repeated occasions.
8: Okay, well we're going to be speaking to members of the family a little bit later on. There's a cracking Mm -hmm. story in the papers today, Kells. Singing is the fast way to friendship. Oh no, no, no. No, no. You don't need a group hug or a company away day. No,
10: I've just realised what's about To bring you
8: closer to colleagues. You just sing together in fact not only does singing break the ice Mm. it helps people to bond more quickly than other activities now you know it's automatic when i talk with old friends the conversation turns to girls we knew when their hair was soft and long and the beach was the place to go now, with sun tan bodies and waves of sunshine and California girls and a beautiful coastline with warmed up weather, let's get together and do it again. Come and do it,
11: ba ba ba
12: ba 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 ba
11: ba ba ba
8: do Run Biddle Bit High I don't know this bit, hang on. With a girl the lonely sea looks good moonlight <laughs> Makes your night times warm and out of sight Been so did, did, did
13: did Been so did, did, did-did-did
8: been so hard Hey now, hey now You try singing five parts in one Hey now,
14: hey now, hey now,
8: hey Come and come, come and do it again <laughs> Here we go Well
14: I've been thinking about All the places we surf and dance and
8: All the faces we miss so let's get Back together and do it again You missed me Come and do it Ba, ba, ba Ba, 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 ba Join in, Danny Ba, ba, you're on the wrong mic Ba, 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 ba Ba, ba, ba Come on, yeah. Kelly bah. Now, putting into practice the uh, the research here, mm. we should be closer friends
10: Well, I gave you full-on eye contact throughout all of that Yep you looked away quite a lot. I was, I, was, I was
8: playing to the whole crowd. It wasn't just oh, you. Well, was, big, I'm big sorry. crowd here tonight okay. at the Ana- Anaheim Stadium. Mm-hmm. 76,000. It's a capacity. It's a record for Anaheim. It's squashed. Um, are we closer?
10: No. I think I like you less.
8: Ouch.
7: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
10: BBC Three
1: Counties Radio.
8: Right. OK. I see what's happened here. Danny's muffed it up. Where's the Trav, Dans? There's no travel there. What, is, what the hell is going on? I'll give him a ring. Well, I wouldn't bother. OK. Um, Do you want me to...? No, I'll okay. tell you what. I'll just, I'll just, like a professional, I'll make sure nobody knows what the hell just happened. 6.15. Wednesday. Kelly Betts' last Wednesday. It's the 28th of October. She'll never again, unless we get a story that involves it, but hear me say the word February. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. David Cameron will today challenge claims by campaigners who want Britain to leave the European Union and adopt a looser relationship modelled on Norway's. Cameron Farugi from Hartsmere is calling on Iran to release his father from jail. And two senior police officers have said the bobby on the beat is no more. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
10: BBC Three Counties.
8: This is now. What the hell just happened there, Bets?
10: I don't know, actually. Do you want me to sort it out?
8: That's a crazy running order I've got there. It doesn't matter. We'll sort it out. What we're going to do... Whose running order is that?
10: Oh, yeah. No, that is yours, but it's... Uh, See what
8: we're going to do. Incorrect. Don't worry. D- don't panic, Mr Mannering. Don't panic, Mr Mannering. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five.
1: This is Ian Lee
7: on BBC Three Counties Radio.
13: Her lips. She's a rock and roll survivor with pendulum hip She's got deep brown eyes That have seen it all Working at a nightclub that was called The Avenue The barman used to call her Little Lisa Looney Tune She went down on almost anyone but from the hard time living till the Chelsea days From when her hair was sweet blonde Till the day it turned gray She said L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N Got more than money and sense, my friend. You got heart, and you go in your own way. L I F E G O E S O N, what you don't have now will come back again. You got heart, and you go in. a map on their face and joey was an artist just living out a case but his best work was his letters home extended works of fiction about imaginary success when chorus girls and neon were his closest thing to friends but to a writer the truth is no big deal from the hard time living to the sleepless nights And the black and blue body from the weekend fights You'd say L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N, L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N Got more than money and sense, my friend You got heart and you are going your own way L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N In the light, but last night on earth I pay a high price to have no regrets to be done with my life. L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N got more than money and sense, my friend. You got hard, and you go in your own way. L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N What you don't have now will come back again You got heart And you're going your own way L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N Got more than money and sense, my friend You got heart And you're going your own way L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N What you don't have now will come back again You got heart
1: from the dead and taking it to the streets of beds, hards and bugs. Justin Dealey. <laughs> Let's
11: never forget you died for our sins, Just. I, I did. I died for about, what, 30 oh. minutes or so. Then suddenly the injection, Woo! Back into back. life. It's great to have you back. and Thank but you. I
8: just see the front page of the Daily Mirror. A friend of mine, Bob Mortimer has just had a triple heart bypass. Yeah. I say, for example, not particularly close friend, but we've worked together a few times and we text each other from time to time. Um, I love Bob. He's brilliant. And I, mm. hope he's, um, I hope he's alright. Maybe I'll put you two in, t-
11: in touch. You can tell him what <laughs> it's like we to can come back. go out for a beer and talk about, you know, dead times. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. We're going to send you out on the street singing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Did you hear me singing to Kelly? Yeah, do it again. Beach Boys. I, I'm, I don't think I'm, I could do it again. I think once was enough. Well, well I, was gonna... <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed it actually. Now, personally, if yeah. you said to me, "Okay, you got the choice to play the Beach Boys or the Ian Lee version," yeah. I might go for yours. Only because yeah, I yeah. mean, I've heard the Beach Boys yeah, version yeah, a million times. Yeah. Yours was something a little bit new and fresh. It was. I would say it was slicker. It was. It was
8: different. Mm, thank you. That's all right. Thank you very much indeed. And if, people sending in snidey texts and and Danny came in and just like pointed at me and went, oh, mm-hmm. right, you, the Beach Boys, there were five of them, yep. right? You tried doing five-part harmonies when you're a one-part kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? It's special. Very, very special. Now, on to, um, on to uh, more serious things. Posters with the words, Milton Keane says no to child abuse, have gone up in the, the town on buildings and on the back of buses. The idea is to raise awareness and encourage people who may be worried about a child to come forward. Council said child abuse is no more of a
11: problem than anywhere else in the country. Justin Dealey's got more on this. Who's come up with this? Well the campaign Milton Keynes says no to child abuse, which does seem a little bit weird because you know, you're hardly going to say yes are you Um, has been created in partnership with the Milton Keynes Safeguarding Children Board and it aims to tackle these four key areas. Physical punishment, neglect child sexual exploitation and female genital mutilation Now according to the Council uh, this is part of a large Larger piece of work, which is being overseen by the MK Safeguarding Children Board, being undertaken by a number of agencies, which include the MK Clinical Commissioning Group and also Thames Valley Police. Now, as well as being put on the back of buses and buildings, the posters have also been distributed to schools, and the images are being placed on the council's Twitter and Facebook pages. Uh, What's been the reaction? Well, it's it's been a a bit weird because, as I say, when you go back to that Milton Keynes says no to child abuse, it does seem a bit strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, not everybody's been impressed by this. Uh, Frank Hovis on Twitter says in response to this, like we were saying, uh, was yes a possibility then? Um, question mark. This is pointless. Who's uh, Frank Hovis? Is uh, he's just somebody he's on just Twitter. He's okay. He's somebody who's local in Milton Keynes, okay, okay. who once uh, had a go at me, actually, for my comments about the Milton Keynes dance. Uh, that's a different issue. Okay, for a bit, okay, okay, right. um, but Gabrielle Shaw, the Chief Exec of the National Association for People Abused in Childhood, says what is really needed is more support for abuse victims, but if this does start to get people talking, then it is a good thing. We will be speaking to her, or well, you will, later in the program. Okay. Gabrielle speaks common sense I think, so I look mm. forward to speaking to her. The people behind this,
8: what have they got to say? Yeah,
11: Jane Held, who's the independent chair of the town's Safeguarding Children board said, preventing child abuse starts with you, me and everybody else reading this and seeing our campaign material. Uh, they also say every child is important, and we take safeguarding and promoting the well welfare of children in Milton Keynes extremely seriously and uh, Councillor Peter Marlon who's the leader of Milton Keynes Council he says that we are committed to protecting the health and well-being and lives of children in Milton Keynes and we want to make it extremely clear that Milton Keynes will not tolerate any form of child abuse he also says I hope this campaign will encourage anybody who may be worried about a child to come forward with their concerns
8: I had not seen the posters I'm looking at the posters now the, 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 I think the phrase Milton Keynes says no to child abuse is a a little bit. Mm. I, 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 I can it, see what they're doing. It's a little bit, yeah, yeah. The, but the post, the posters do have more than that. The poster, yeah. I'm looking at the one, okay, well I can see three of them I've got a problem with one of them actually looking at it. Let's look at the physical punishment one. Mil- physical punishment, Milton Keane says no, uh, this is tiny, hang on, violence is never the answer. Deliberately hurting a child is illegal if you're... Um if you're concerned about a child, then call this number. So it's got a number, yeah. yep. and it's got an email address. Mm. So it's not a complete, just Milton Keynes going, hey, we don't like this stuff. They asked, yep. I, I, yep. I can see how this, you, you might be a child, or you might be a neighbor, or you might be a cousin, or something, and you see this, you might be encouraged. To call in. So I can kind of see that helps. Yeah. I don't like the picture. Yeah. The picture of this is flipping horrible. It's a young yeah. girl in a
11: tatty place. She's obviously in a lot of pain. She's lying on the floor and then there's mm. a, you can see a hand holding a belt. What a horrific image. It's a horrible image but I think, you know, if you look at uh, Peter Marlon there from Milton Keynes Council, the leader, he's got it right. Yes, you know, we can talk about the language used, we can talk about the pictures, but he's hoping if somebody yep. knows somebody who's doing something wrong, he's hoping that person will pick up the phone and say, look, I'm concerned about this child's well-being. Can you please Look into it. I think I'm supposed to be a bit snarky about this, and I don't think I can be. I think mm. maybe
8: the, fr- the phrase Milton Keynes says no. Yeah. Well, okay, no but, but the
11: campaign's trying to do good. Yeah, It's yeah, trying, yeah, to, yeah. Do it's trying to do good, and, and
8: I, I, it's giving out phone numbers and, and, and emails. And I don't think you can knock that. Mm. Complete gear change. <laughs> there it is, clunking. Yep. Songs that begin with a counting: one, two, three, four. The obvious uh, one. The Beatles. Well, G- yeah, I can uh, think of two of the Beatles. <laughs> Obviously, okay. there's Misora um, standing there. Yep. That's the one I can think of. There's another. I'm going to play the other one in a second. Okay. It's got. A, it's got a really creepy. There's the creepy. Um, the, the Danny's got his hand up. What, why? <laughs> I, know, I know one. I know one. All right. Um, there's a. M- <laughs> uh, w- w- all right. right. Man, I'm d- well, well, you know, you, I'm, doing a ra- I'm doing a radio show, buddy.
11: Yeah, but I have got the answer.
8: Shall we? Go on, him Go on. Can You're I do
10: br- mine first? Go on, Kels. Yes. One, two, three, four. My baby don't mess around. That's like the Beatles. Da, 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 da. Doesn't have
8: to be the Beatles. Oh, Can well, be anyone. the Beatles. Okay. Well, that's good. So Thank who's that? Play. Snoop Dogg. Outcast. Um, and yeah. yours is. I was going
7: to
11: go for your blues.
10: Hmm?
11: Does they count in on your blues? Yeah.
10: One,
8: two. Three. All right,
11: mate. Woolly Bully? Did I have one?
8: I don't know. Yes. There's a. Do, do the counting, let me. No, it wasn't. It. I don't think Woolly Bully does. There's a monkey song. You told oh, me. the yeah, First yeah, song, yeah. Uh, track one of uh, Headquarters, they count in. They spent ages counting in because those mm. guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could do that. Oh, 034594. Okay. This is the other Beatles one I was thinking of. Have some of this. Oh, hang on a minute. That's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a
11: minute. Woolly Bully, I'm sure, does have... I think it has numbers, but in a different language at the start. Oh, no, yeah, we yeah. That,
8: we can have different languages. I, I'm going to mess with the system. Hang on a minute. No, I've got, oh, where's, where's my building revolver? Because I want to shoot everybody. No, I don't. <laughs> this is the one I was thinking of.
4: One, two, three, four, <laughs> one, two. Let
15: me tell you how it One for you, 19 for me Cos I'm the tax man Yeah! tsuna yeah
8: Go, guys! Singing brings you closer. Songs with countins. We'll come up with other bits and pieces. Don't worry, don't worry. Now, fingers crossed, this'll work. <sighs> ah. Travel
7: news for beds, cards and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: 25 for Enfield. That's because of vehicle's broken down. And on the A1, it's very slow southbound from the Holiday Inn towards the Stirling Corner as well. On the southbound M1, it's busy around Junction 10 for Luton Airport Spur Road, heading towards Junction 9 for Redbourne. On the Speed sensors, it's also licking quite poor visibility because of the rain as well. And Amptill on the A507, the bypass is closed in both directions between Station Road and Frockle Road for roadwork, so that could cause some delays around it. And on the trains, East Midlands trains have no service between Kettering and Leicester because of overrunning engineering works. Samantha Broth BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Thank you very much, Sammy. Across
7: beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30, I'm John Kay. Cancer Research UK says almost 20,000 cases of the disease could be diagnosed earlier if all regions match the performance of the best. Kamran Farugi from Hartsmere has called upon the Iranian authorities to release his 76-year-old father from jail as he's unwell. Survivors from the whale-watching boat that capsized off the west coast of Canada say most of those on board were on one side of the top deck when a wave hit the other side, turning the vessel over. Five British nationals were killed and an Australian man is missing. The weather, it's raining this morning, but it should be drier this afternoon. Chelsea are out of the League Cup after being beaten 5-4 on penalties by Stoke at the Britannia Stadium. Last year's Footballer of the Year, Aidan Hazard, who hasn't scored all season, missed the crucial spot kick. Chelsea manager Jose Mourinho says his players couldn't have done any more to win the match.
17: I almost said the result is not the result we, we want, but I have no reason for not to be positive. I don't have a a reason for not to be proud with myself and with the players. If some people likes to say that the players are not with me, watch this game and you know that they are with me or they are not with me.
0: Arsenal are out of the League Cup, beaten 3-0 by Championship side Sheffield Wednesday. The defeat could prove even more costly to manager Arsene Wenger, who saw both
18: Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Theo Walcott go off early with injuries. Both of them are muscular injuries, so you need to wait 48 hours in the scan to see how big the damage is, but uh, they're of course out for the next game. When you lose two players like that, if you look at your bench and you think, uh, do I bring another experienced player on? and uh, risk to lose another one.
0: Championship Hull are also through after beating Premier League Leicester in a shootout, while Everton also needed penalties to beat Norwich. Tonight, Liverpool hosts Bournemouth with manager Jürgen Klopp still looking for his first win. Daniel Sturridge again misses out with injury. Manchester City take on Crystal Palace, Southampton play managerless Aston Villa and Manchester United are at home to Middlesbrough. Great Britain's women have won a first team medal at the World Gymnastic Championships after claiming bronze in Glasgow. Ellie Downey was left particularly pleased with her vault performance after an error on the bars.
10: I had that mistake and I just knew after qualifications I had a mistake and I let it all go away really. So I knew I had to pull myself together and try and do the best I can for the team. And I'm in absolute shock. I can't
19: believe it.
0: At the IPC Athletics World Championship, Britain's Joe Butterfield claimed a second medal. In Doha, having already won gold in the club throw, she took bronze in the T-51-52 Discus final. This afternoon, Paralympics champion Richard Whitehead, Hannah Cockcroft, and Alla Davis also go for gold. That's three counties news and sports. I'll have more for you at seven.
8: I've never, I've never ever got Jimi Hendrix. I don't understand Hendrix. I think he's awful. I think he's rubbish. Let's play it uh, let me play a little bit of Hendrix. To um, this is quite a good one, but I just don't get it. Right? I think he's rubbish. Oh, Jimi Hendrix! Jimi Hendrix! Oh, Jimi Hendrix! Jimi Hendrix. Here's a fact. Pop fans, mm. all right, um, Danny Warbucks. Yep. You're, and I know that you're down to the final three to take Kelly's job. Yep. It's and a fight I know. To the death. Yeah. I know it's between you and other people whose nicknames I shouldn't probably mention on the air. So let's see how good you are, shall we, sunshine? Mm. Spotlight zooms in on on Danny Glover. What's your name? Danny. Whatever, don't Danny's fine spotlight zooms in on him, hones in it's just you. You're in a darkened room and it's just you. And the question is put to you. And this question is important as to your future, as to whether you're the new Kelly or you're you're, you're the old Danny Who. Danny Who Who. So, 1967, Jimi Hendrix, he's the opening act for um, a group touring around the United States of America. He's the opening act. But who was Jimi Hendrix the opening act for? Where were they from?
5: Can you give me that? Um...
9: um Bob? No.
20: couple No. What's the...? I'm just going to have to name someone.
8: It might not be right. 1967, Jimi Hendrix was the opening act for one of the biggest uh, groups at the time. But what was the name of that group? Was it the Kings? Oh, no. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. Oh no, I've got the faded down. Hang on a second, hang on a second. I'll give you a
6: clue. <laughs> <laughs> it was the
8: opening act for one of the biggest groups of the time. Here's your clue. Danny, this is your... Come your th- on, one more time. <laughs> okay, I'll, keep, I'll give you a clue. It doesn't help, I don't know that. Should we go to the... Bra- this is, what you, this okay. is why it's this not such an easy job. Yeah. Kelly, mm-hmm. 1967, Jimi Hendrix was the opening act for which group?
10: The monkeys. Ladies and gentlemen.
8: Oh, I was actually going to say that.
10: What, you well,
11: it no, because I, I thought it's you, so...
10: The funniest
8: Weren't they furious at how great he was? No, 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 they—they they, they were. They, Hendrix was furious that everyone was going. We want Davy! We want Davy! So uh, concert. No, the monkeys asked him to open for them. They saw him at a tiny mm. club. So there's, you know, they're playing to 11 year old girls who're screaming, "We want Davy!" and he's going, Fuck's yeah!" and you know using his guitar as let's be honest a penis extension mm. uh 12 dates into it they're screaming we want davy he stops foxy lady he flips them the bird and chucks his guitar on the stage and walks away. so we'll do it again danny okay right? okay we'll do it again because I, I like you okay I want you, I want you to do well in life, son. <laughs> Alright. at the moment you're a, you're on a fast track to nothingsville you're on a slow train to loserville yeah usa and i want you to get off that train and get to success city <laughs> so we'll try it again <laughs> 1967, Jimi Hendrix was the opening act for which group? And I'm going to give you a clue. No, sorry. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
5: Passiamo noi E la gente ci guarda
21: Ed amico un po' Ci chiamano i monkeys Siamo membro amati di chi Si crede più intelligente di noi che la pensiamo così Comunque parliamo, non è giusto mai E' sempre qualcuno che ne sa più di noi Si chiamano i siamo meno matti di chi Si crede più intelligente di noi che la pensiamo così Si chiamano i the Anyway the Anyway the yeah. Anyway do oh, shut
8: up um, so Hendrix is Bobbins right I, I, and I'd never understood the fascination with Hendrix I think he's absolutely awful just terrible guitarmanship you can't play a tune. It's all a bit wobbly and a bit, you know, um, oh, I need, why are, oh, I've got stuff on all of my, um, my faders. Am I meant to have stuff on all of my faders? It doesn't, my, sc- my screen doesn't normally look like that, is what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Uh, so there's always this obsession with Hendrix. I went to, sc- to school with a kid who later beat me up. Um, not did. because of Hendrix. Uh, um, Sorry? Nothing. No, he hmm. did. He, he, he decked me. Hendrix's bedroom will open to the public. <laughs> Crying out loud. Is that right? Did he die in his bedroom?
10: No. Are you, no, he didn't die in his, in his room. He well, where, was where he did wasn't he die? in his house.
8: Where was he? Uh,
10: someone else's house. You
8: seem to know a lot about it. Have the police yeah. uh, questioned you?
10: I, the, I I love Jimi Hendrix. Uh, well, why? Why did Dennis?
8: Yes. Do you love Hendrix? No. He was rubbish, wasn't he? He was. Yes. Jimi Hendrix's you what, that young uh, fellow. What? what? I okay. he looked daft in a skirt. Sorry?
22: Replacing, replacing
8: our Mate, carry. mate, listen, you're an old man. He's a young lad, OK? I know we're the BBC, but we can't encourage our young male members of staff to dress in skirt and act sexy for your sir. Well, very, very
13: good, very good.
8: Very, very good, very good indeed. Very good indeed. <laughs> so, Kelly doesn't wear skirts. She wears trousers. Jimi Hendrix's, she wore a dress yesterday. What? <laughs> Jimi Hendrix's London home is set to be opened to the public. Oh, I've been there. So have I, he, he shared, have I got this right? Didn't he share a home with Mozart
10: um, at the same time? No. S- separated it, by about it, 150 <laughs> yeah. years, but it was, did Mozart live there? No, lived it's here? not Mozart, Late, it's, is it George, George, uh, the 1982 Gershwin. guy.
8: The what? Uh, well, the 1982 yeah, guy? You I mean 1984? No. George Orwell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was a classical composer. He either shared the flat or he had the flat next door to like. Um...
10: He, who you're talking about was above him.
8: Sorry, so, musically, yes. No, Jimmy's, We're talking about Jimmy's that they had the Jimmy's flat was like flat. the
10: middle floor, and above him was the who? composer. You mean? B-thi- I can't oh. remember. Oh, who was it? I've been there. I saw. I saw okay, well, you're still there.
8: <laughs> right. The top. I would rather go- no. So who was you're saying? You're saying that the. Um, you're saying that the guy was above him. Incorrect data. The top floor of the legendary US guitarist's flat will open in February. There you go, you got a free one. Yeah,
10: but that wasn't hit. That's not where he lived. He didn't live on the top I floor. I went and saw
8: a show in there um, starring Alistair McGowan, the hook-nosed impressionist, mm. um, where he imagined what it would have been like if Beef Oven and Hendrix... They lived. They were in the same flat. It was the same flat. Otherwise, the the, the McGowan play was was based on a flawed premise because he imagined what it would have been like if they both. Um... Oh God! I'm even boring myself. Turns out we were all wrong. It was, of course, the great composer, Irene Handel. Travel news for beds,
7: cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: On the N25, a lane to close clockwise between Junction 24 for Potters and 25 for Enfield. That's because the van's broken down, so it's causing it to be very busy. And on the M1, it's slow southbound from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. It's also busy now on the A1M southbound between, between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. In Walthamstow on the North Circular Road, there are delays westbound because of an accident which has closed the road at the Cook and Billet underpass. That's causing a delay from the Waterworks Corner. And also in St Albans on the North Orbital Road, there are roadworks for each Between the Park Street Roundabout and the London Coney Roundabout, there's a lane closed in each direction, so expect some delays there. It's not looking too bad yet, though. On the train departure boards, there are no reported problems at the moment. Samantha Bref, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Thank you, Sammy. Where are we now? 6.46, it's Kelly Betts' last 6.46 news on a Wednesday. These are your headlines. Cancer Research UK says almost 20,000 cases of the disease could be diagnosed earlier if all regions match the performance of the best. Survivors from the whale-watching boat that capsized off the west coast of Canada say most of those on board were on one side of the top deck when a wave hit the other side, turning the vessel over. And Kamran Farugi from Hartsmere has called upon the arraign Authorities to release his 76 year old dad from jail as he's unwell. Let's get the weather.
23: Beds, hearts, and bucks weather.
8: BBC Three
7: Counties Radio.
23: Hello there. The Met Office have a yellow warning in place until 11 o'clock just for Hertfordshire, but we've got some pretty heavy rain everywhere, so do watch out for surface water flooding if you're driving. Now, that rain gradually pulls off to the north, taking with it most of the cloud. so it should have some sunny spells towards the end of the day with highs of 14 degrees. And a mainly dry night tonight, clear at first, but after midnight, cloud starts to build from the west with lows of 9 degrees. And then uh, tomorrow, after a dry, bright start, we've got another band of rain, sweeping eastwards now it's fairly fragmented quite drizzly and surrounded by some gusty winds but by, by the time I guess it gets to us it's actually sticking it's going to be quite stubborn so we see that through the afternoon into the evening and the night uh, tomorrow the Temperatures up to about 14 degrees celsius again uh, so overnight uh, that drizzle isn't really going anywhere and then it's joined by a heavier area of rain which we then see into friday as well clearing in the afternoon leaving a couple of showers behind it's looking drier and brighter over the weekend slightly now, on Sunday, but staying mild with some mist and fog at night and in the mornings. That's your latest forecast. Cheers, my dears.
8: Steve's called in. Steve, what's your problem?
23: Hey, it's not a problem, really. Just
20: so I'd just let you know, what is the point,
8: eh? What is the point? Well, what Now, Now let's let's see if we can hone this down. It's a question philosophizers have been asking for, for many, many years. Now, do you mean specifically um, this show? That last conversation that was really, you know, going nowhere, or life in general.
20: Uh, neither of the above.
8: Steve, you've blown my mind.
20: Yeah. What is the point in me bothering listening anymore when Kelly pops her clogs?
8: Well, now, and I have to clarify, Steve. I have to clarify for, um, and we we are considering opening up a, a hotline for, like, when take that split up. Kelly is not technically dying. She's going on to another job at BBC Coventry in Warwickshire where she's in charge of catering. But she will be... Steve, she will be dead to me. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so hence
20: my point. What is the point? There isn't, is there? There isn't, no
8: mate. Um, we have decided... Um, um, th- th- we have decided that next week we're not going to do any breakfast shows. Between six and nine, there is going to be, as a mark of respect, there will be silence... Uh, between those three hours. Then the week after, just like the Beach Boys came out, the day after the drummer, Dennis Wilson, died and said, well, we're going to carry on with the tour that we've got booked. It's what he would have wanted. We're going to carry on with the shows I'm contractually obliged to do, Steve. It's what she would have wanted. I, I think you're right. I think that's a fantastic idea. Thank you very much indeed.
12: Do me a favour Just give me near Don't you remember When you said what I wanted to hear I'm not so clever But I know it's real If I lived without you I don't know if I'd ever hear you Where are we now? You've got me thinking where are we now? We're falling Could do better. I've tried to be clear. I can be your friend, but that's not what you want to hear. I'm not your answer. In time, you'll see. You have a future where you won't need to love me. Gotta keep moving
8: funny this lady, isn't it? Oh, you <laughs> wine. Just at the very edge, but I still make it sound pretty, pretty powerful. Who's that? That's not even a BBC introducing track. No. Wowzers. She's from Australia. From Australia, Well, they've got lower standards in their music over there.
10: Did you not like that?
8: I quite liked it, but she sang like she was from Sweden.
10: I thought you'd like her voice.
8: No. Ah. Now, um, <laughs> the Lonely Planet do this from time to time. They come out with complete and utter balls. Manchester, let's, let's get uh, let's get some appropriate Manchester music. One oh, of Manchester's finest, the kinks.
6: <laughs> Manchester
8: has been named one of the top ten cities in the world to visit next year by travel guide Lonely Planet. Now, the, what are you
10: doing? I'm just playing the maracas or whatever this is. Put
8: your maracas away. I'm Sorry. not interested, love. I'm a married man. I'm almost thrice your age. Um, Lonely Planet do this, so the idiots like me mention Lonely Planet, right? Mm. because they don't genuinely think that um, Manchester is one of the top 10 cities in the world. I've been to Manchester, it's alright. But have you been, alright, I'll compile a top 10 list that's better than Manchester straight away. Um, Tokyo, uh, New York, um, Athens, um, I'll have another Japanese one if you don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, Kyoto.
10: Wait, is this, uh, is it English cities though, because- Japan's not in England. No, I know, that's what I'm saying. No,
8: these are from around the world. Oh, okay, fair enough. Carry on. Top ten. This is like top ten cities in the world. In the world. Kelly. Okay. Gonna miss on. your stupidity. Although <laughs> it looks like, what's face, might be well up there. Um, so that's four and i could probably do another six if you gave me an hour or two and some thinking All time right, nine. they put manchester in the top ten manchester justin uh, in the top ten te- they do this now i don't know if it was yeah. lonely planet or if it was another one of these stupid things right mm. i used to work in birmingham i like birmingham birmingham gets gets a, a hard rap actually it's a nice city and everyone there was absolutely delightful to me but some place and it may have been lonely planet said that um they listed the top 10 sculptures in the world right <laughs> And what, on the top ten, um, like things you should like the, the tourist attractions, right? So they, they yeah. could have the Eiffel Tower, you could have Big Ben, all of this stuff, right? But number four was the bronze bull outside the Bullring Shopping <laughs> Centre as one of the top <laughs> ten attractions in the world. Wow, that's Bulls. and they do it so that we mention their names in it. Well, I'm mentioning yeah. your name, Lonely Planet. I'm saying you're stupid and unreliable.
11: Well, you know, if you take correlation Street out of Manchester, it doesn't exist to me. There's nothing to do with Have you done the Corrie tour yet? No, I haven't. Do no. it. Here's the top ten. Top ten backwards.
8: Rome. Nine is Nashville. Eight is... Ma- Rome? Rome is two places lower than Manchester. <laughs> you take it... Number seven is Fremantle. Eight... Six is Mumbai. Five is... Ro- Mumbai's a dump. Five is Rotterdam. Four is Georgetown. Three is Dublin. I didn't know where these. Bl- Number one is Kotor. What the hell is Kotor? Makes me no want to puke. Makes me want to puke, don't you, Justin. Yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, listen, I singing. It. Yeah. We've heard on the show it brings it brings people closer together. It makes friends. Yep. It's a great way yeah. of making friends. Well, I ask you to
11: go to the streets, Justin, and make friends. Yeah. Have you yeah, done have, that? Yeah, I have done that. Can, can you hear the rain?
8: Oh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Absolutely chucking
11: down. So to go on the streets this morning and ask people to sing was a tough call. It takes either a brave man or someone yeah. who has a contract. Yeah,
8: One of those two, <laughs> and I don't know it, which one you are.
11: It, it, it was the latter. So um, I've been on the streets this morning, and uh, you'll love this. Here's what happened. Mark, i am let her believe your favourite tune is Rapper's Delight. That would be correct, sir. <laughs> right, OK. Come on, just give me ten seconds.
20: I said, a hip, a hop, a hip, a do-do-do, hip, hip, hop in. He don't stop rocking to the band, baby, boogie. to said, up, jump, the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie, the beat. Now, what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the
11: crew, and my friend, I'm going to try to move my feet. It's 6.30 in the morning. I've got to get going. You, my friend, are a legend. Thank you so much. I presume you got lots of friends. got uh, quite a few around, yeah, yeah. because you can sing. That's why I'm rap. I know the words, but the tune's not that great. No, you're a legend. Thanks very That's much. Right, right, What's your favourite song? Uh, don't you worry, child, by Swedish House Mafia. <laughs> Alright, okay, go on, ten seconds. Don't you worry, don't you worry, child, heaven's got a plan for you. <laughs> now, this report says if you sing, it's an easy way to make friends. You obviously can sing a little bit. I presume you got lots of friends?
2: <laughs> Until I sing and then I lose them all. <laughs>
11: they all run away quickly. Hey, Javid. That's the wonder, the wonder of... Are you... I, I... Okay, mm. mate thank you. Th- 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 thanks very much yeah? thank you okay. here's a thing
8: justin I'm, i know we have a lot of um asian listeners to this show right oh three four five nine four double five 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 i grew up in slough so we had loads of uh it was primarily uh indian kids quite a few pakistani kids a few bangladeshi kids and, and uh... elvis presley right is massive in asian families whenever i would go around to my indian mate's house for tea right there was a picture of, um, uh, oh, I think we've lost. Has is, is daily disappeared? Is he gone? Is he gone? Oh, he's, he's there. Sorry, you're on the right one. Yeah. There. You go, I go into my Indian mate's house for tea. They'd <laughs> always have a picture of Elvis up on the wall.
11: I know it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, are you thinking the Asian Mega Mix?
8: I don't know if I am thinking that. Are you thinking it?
11: I'm thinking it. I'm thinking with trepidation, partly because I don't know what it means. That means we go onto the streets and uh, we have um, lots of people singing Elvis Presley songs. I'm thinking no.
7: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: On the M25, there are delays clockwise because the lane's been closed between Junction 24 for Partes Bar and 25 for Enfield. On the M1, it's slow southbound just after Junction 12 for Flitwick, and on the A1M, it's very busy going southbound between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. In High Wycombe, on the A404, it's quiet at the moment, but there's roadworks at Doors Hill Lane, so that could cause some delays later on when it starts to get busier. And on the train departure boards, there's no major delays at the moment. Samantha breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Sammy, thank you very much. And it's always one of those things that's really genuine absolutely genuine you go around to the indian kids houses um, and they'd have a picture of elvis up and i and i asked my mate um, um asked my mate Ajit once i said Ajit, why have you the picture he said oh it's because my mum thinks he was a bit indian is there, is there any is there any truth in that we'll take your calls on it after this here's the news
1: local and vocal across beds hearts and bucks
7: this is bbc three counties radio
0: It's 7 o'clock, I'm John Kay. The headlines, thousands of cancer cases could be diagnosed earlier. The whale boat tragedy in Canada, why it capsized. And a Hertfordshire man calls on Iran to release his father. BBC Three Counties Radio. A leading cancer charity says thousands of cases of the disease could be diagnosed at an earlier stage. Cancer Research UK has analysed two years of data and says there's an unacceptable variation in the speed of diagnosis between different parts of the country. Here's Jane Draper.
3: Many cancers in England are being diagnosed earlier, even with an overall rise in cases. But after looking at this new data covering two years, Cancer Research UK believes there's still room for improvement in many areas. The charity says if all regions had the same rate of early diagnosis as Bath, Gloucestershire, Swindon and Wiltshire, almost 20,000 cancer cases would be found sooner. NHS England says it's working with doctors towards giving all patients cancer test results within four weeks by 2020.
0: Canadian investigators say a well watching boat that capsized, killing five people from Britain, may have become unstable because the passengers had crowded onto one side of the deck. The vessel overturned off Vancouver Island on Sunday. James Cook sent this report.
24: Surviving passengers and crew members have told investigators that most of those on board the Leviathan 2 were on one side of the top deck when a wave hit the other side, rolling the boat over. Canada's Transportation Safety Board says one life raft was activated and at least two hand flares and a parachute rocket were fired. The operators of the boat say there was no time to issue a May Day distress call. Five Britons drowned and divers who've been searching for an Australian man say his family saw him sinking below the waves apparently unconscious.
0: A Hartfordshire man's calling for his 76-year-old father who's unwell to be released from an Iranian prison on compassionate grounds. Kamal Farugi, who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship, has served more than half of an eight-year sentence for espionage. His son Kamran from Hartsmere says his family are desperate to see him.
2: My daughters have um, grown up half their lives not seeing him uh, having seen him a lot when they were younger and they keep asking when he's coming home and um, we don't have any answer to that question.
0: Two of Britain's most senior police officers have said there'll be significant changes in the way forces operate because of budget cuts expected next month. The head of the National Police Chiefs Council, Sarah Thornton, suggested that the era of routine patrols by bobbies on the beat was coming to an end. And the Deputy Commissioner of the Metropolitan Police, Craig McKee, said that banks and other big businesses could help to pay for investigations, particularly into cybercrime. I think we'll have to look at completely different models. There's been a lot of talk as we start to step into this world, why
9: could we not work with industry to fund some of the work we do? And they can help in paying for that. Now, there are all sorts of ethical challenges and hurdles along the way. But one of the things a challenge of this size and scale does is force you to think differently.
0: The weather for beds, arts and bucks. A cloudy morning ahead with heavy rain. Sunny spells expected this afternoon. The top temperature, 14 Celsius, 57 Fahrenheit. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties.
8: Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC, Three Counties Radio. It's um, it's wet and miserable out. And let's be honest, it's wet and miserable in as well, isn't it, guys? I'm supposed to be having fireworks in my garden tonight. I spent a whole £56 on fireworks. That's going to buy me two and a half minutes of disappointment i never bought fireworks before. I've never bought fireworks before, right? And I was in Tesco buying them. <laughs> and you had to go up, there was like a stand, and there was no. So I had to go up to the um, customer services. And I said, Was there a grown up that can help me and sell me fireworks? And this boy, who was about 23, went, Yeah, I can do it. And then he said, And I was genuinely had a thrill as I was buying these fireworks. I felt very naughty. I was the generation that was brought up on the advert of that girl with a big bandaged hand because she picked up um, 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 a sparkler the wrong way around. Idiot. And this guy was, was getting this, but what, what fireworks do you want? I said, oh, God, blimey. My mum's going to be very, my mum's going to tell me off if she finds out I'm doing this. What do you mean? Because I feel a bit, I don't, what for? What fireworks do you want, please? I've got to go. It was a very uncomfortable moment. And now it's peeing it down, so I'm not going to be able to set them off. Songs with countings and just why do from people love Elvis Presley so much? Across beds,
7: hearts, and bricks. No, I'm not. This is BBC no, no, no. Three
8: Counties Radio. it was a weird thing. I would say about seventy-five percent of the kids, the Indian kids, when I went to their homes after school for supper, they'd have pictures of Elvis, but like, the mum and dad would have it in the living room. And I and I don't and I don't know why. Oh three four five. I'm being slightly flippant. 0-3-4-5-9-4-double-5-5-5-5. Can anybody? Can anybody? Where is Akbar Dad Khan when you need him? Yeah, that's all right. I just went to the roof of BBC Three Counties Radio, and I, um, I, I flicked a switch and I put the um, the illuminated A D K logo f- flying in the sky and within. Don't you worry. He's going to call now. Well, he calls every day, but he's going to call now. We're going to speak to Akbar Dad Khan and get the uh, the inside. Is that all right, Kels? Thank you very much indeed. You all right, Dan? Dan. Yeah. Good lad. 03459 four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, posters with the words, Milton Keynes says no to child abuse, have gone up in the town on buildings and in the back of buses. The idea is to raise awareness and encourage people who may be worried about a child to come forward. The council said child abuse is no more of a problem than anywhere else in the country. Some people on Twitter have got a bit snarky about it. And said, well, what, what, is, is Milton Keynes going to say yes to child abuse? What council, what's it, what town says yes to, Mil- to, to um, child abuse? And I think that was what I was supposed to be doing. But I've seen the posters and I I, I can't really get snarky about it. Gabrielle Shaw is the chief exec of NAPAC, the National Association for People Abusing Childhood. Uh, Gabrielle, it's always, um, uh, well, I say pleasure to talk to you. We talk about, you know, pretty grim stuff, but it's always nice to get your your valued input. Have you seen these posters?
19: Good morning. Uh, Yes, yes, I have. And um, I'm quite impressed, actually. I think they're really good. Tell me why. Go on because they're not, first thing to say, they're not a silver bullet. Posters by themselves are not going to to, to save anything or cure the whole, the, the whole issue. But what it does do is to raise awareness. And that's always a bit of a hackneyed phrase, isn't it, raise awareness? What does, that, what does that mean? It means that if someone sees it and it sparks something in them, if it if it starts a conversation between two people, if someone thinks, oh, hang on, I, there is something wrong. I, I did see something like that the other day. Then, if, that's, if and they follow that step, if they, if they start to notice, if they take the appropriate steps to report to the authorities, then they, that's achieved at aim. So, yeah, I'm very impressed and think it's a good thing to I do. I
8: think I've been given this story, Gabrielle, because sometimes people think I have a tone and that I'm supposed to go, well, Milton Keynes says no, or was he going to say yes? But I've, I've looked at the posters, and I've got a slight issue with one, which I'll get to in a minute. But yeah. um, it's not just a poster saying, hey, we don't like child abuse. It's, it's then it goes into, it's got like a little line, kind of just very lightly explaining what, what that might be and then it's got a Mm -hmm. phone number and it's got an email address. Now, that can only be a good thing, can't it?
19: Oh, absolutely, if, and, and I can see the point. If it had just been Milton Keynes says no, and that's it, well, then I too would be going. Well, what's the point of that? Mm. But, th- but this is this is leading to action. It's actually giving people, um, and the the information they need because if there are concerns. They they because they're, um, they're worried about children and various situations as opposed to describe. There's actually a concrete step to go to, to go down and follow, and surely that can only be a good thing. I
8: tell you the one I don't like, and it just makes right. me a little bit uncomfortable. I suppose it's meant to, but. I don't know if you've seen the one uh, there's, there's, there's one about female genital mutilation there's neglect yeah. and there's the physical punishment one Yeah. where it's a picture of a young girl, I'm gonna, I make up she's about 11 and she's in a, a grotty flat and she's kind of on the floor and she's c- covering her face and she's obviously in pain and then you see a picture of a man's hand holding a belt the implication yeah. is she's about to get thrashing part of me, and I don't know if it's I'm a dad or if it's I'm a worse or what, I, that feels just a little bit graphic for me, do you know yeah. what I mean?
19: Yeah, that is. Um, I saw. I've seen all those posters, and I think that one it does it does grab you, doesn't it? Because mm. of that, because it's so visceral. You see the. I mean, she's she's cowering away, and the, the, the man. It's quite a. He's quite a beefy guy, isn't he? Quite a bit. He's holding a belt. Yeah. Um It is. It is graphic, and it is shocking. But I, you know what? I think it's meant to be, and I think it's meant to be because um, that by its very nature, violence abuse happens in secret. It happens hidden away, and it is graphic, and it is shocking um, to be to to, to suffer. So I think if that if that does grab your attention, yeah. thing, I think well, yeah, it is it is close close to the bone. But then, so that's what physical violence is. I think for a lot of people um, who think that violence is the answer and that you know that it is okay to hit a child, this, this rightly grabs attention and challenges that view.
8: I'm just reading. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who wrote these questions. The way, the way this show works, Gabriel, is I come in and there are a few kind of suggested mm-hmm. questions, and I kind of use them as a springboard. And I'm, I've I'm not right. for this conversation, but I'm looking at these questions that are here, and I, I am supposed to have a tone about this. I think I am supposed to be a bit. This is right. this is a bit. Sure. One of the questions is: Aren't we all a bit abused out? Isn't this too? Much? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> um, and there's another wow. question. I know. I know. I, I don't know who wrote that. It's incredible. Uh, there is another question, and and I'm kind of going to answer it myself. It says here: You would hope that anyone who had concerns about a child. Would do something anyway, but um, I guess uh, I, uh, thinking about it, I wouldn't know necessarily where to go. I, I mean, I, I possibly would because yep. I get to speak to you uh, you a lot. And um, uh, but, but but having a phone number or an email, because anyone can set up an anonymous email account and, and fire off an email and say, "Hey, I think." Um, my cousin or my niece or the the kid the yes. two doors down from us and you can do it anonymously that 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 is a great way of of, of kind of, of yeah. being able to reach out isn't it
19: yeah exactly there's um a book i was reading lately it's called um a switch how to change when change is hard and one thing that like up to me is something called smoothing the path because sometimes it can be too big and huge if you do have suspicions about your niece or your cousin or a friend it's like, oh, I want to report, but oh, I don't know how to do it. It it's all too difficult, yeah. and, um, you know. But if if it, but if you smooth the path, that is, if you take away the, some some of the, the the barriers to it, if you make it easy, if you have an here's an email address, here's a phone number, it is easy. Suddenly, it becomes a whole lot less challenging. And like you say, you can just quickly fire off an email, and then. Then you get that, your job is done. You you answered your concern. Right. Well, but just just just, just, sorry, just a quick on. question there. All, all abuse. You know, quick response to all abused Out. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 so. I know. It's a bit of a <laughs> the thing. But um, I think and I, I keep saying it like you know, like like a you know, voice of doom. But we've got to recognise the scale and the scope of it. Is it isn't like a little uh, a crisis that's going to go away and back to normal. This is the new normal. And just, I think as a society, there are things we can do. There as an, an individuals, there are things that we can do. And these Posters just demonstrate a really good way of doing that.
8: I think it's brilliant. As a person who um, you know had experiences when I was a child, and as a dad of two young boys, I don't. I don't think we can talk about this stuff enough. And if that you know, if there are phone numbers, if there are emails, if that we are talking about, we're talking about it on a breakfast show. Imagine twenty years ago, you know, it wouldn't have been spoken about.
19: Great point. Exactly that. It's what we need to be doing.
8: Gabrielle, it's, um, you know, it would be really nice to talk to you about a fun thing one day. I don't know <laughs> what that would be, but I re- I, I really yeah. appreciate your insight. you I, I, And I respect your, your views on this stuff. So thank you very much. It's always a
19: pleasure. Thank Gabrielle, you. Gabriel, thank
8: you very much. Gabrielle Shaw, Chief Exec of NAPAC 03459 four double five five double five. Who wrote that question? Aren't we all a bit abused out? Is it this too much? Who wrote that? Find out who wrote them and have them, um, um, send them on a course or something. It's crazy. Uh, no, man. No, no, no. I know I, the more I think about this campaign, this Milton Keynes campaign, it's a great idea. Let's have more of that, please. Mick's in Highwick. Good morning, Mick. Yeah, good morning. You were talking about your Asian friend having a picture of Elvis present. Well, it wasn't just one of them. It was it was loads of the Asian kids. I, I mean, well, I grew up in Slough, and there's you know there's a massive Asian population there, yeah, and I would often yeah. go around for tea after school. Yeah. Loads of them did.
22: Now,
25: what it is, is that people thought he was, he was actually from Asian descent. Uh that's a misconception. Is actually on his mother's side, he's got a Cherokee grandparent, which is a Native American Indian.
8: So he's got a Cherokee. Oh, Does that a... mean he can start his Cherokee It's a joke, guys. Know. It's a joke. There we go, with the complaints.
26: Yeah,
25: well, don't give
8: up uh, your day job. No, well, <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, this is the day job. Yeah, I. Right, but, but, but is that. So, because this is what they had told me. And, uh, you've heard this as well, that a lot of Asian families thought he was from Indian descent.
24: Oh, yeah, because it's, like I said, it's one of his
25: maternal grandparents. Yeah. was a Native American, which used to be called Indian.
6: Right.
8: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The picture that I remember most, and I saw it in a couple of homes, was of Elvis in the movie, was it Charo? Where he does play, oh, uh, yep. he does play what we would have called as uh, uh, kids an Indian, and this, and I'm saying that word because this is maybe where the confusion comes. from. He was playing an Indian, uh, but he was a Native American, you know, a Native American. Yeah.
6: There's
25: a couple of them, Charles, and I think one can stay away, Joe.
8: Okay, and he and he do, he blacks up a bit, doesn't he? In it, well, like, very, very, very black, lightly.
6: Uh,
8: just... Yeah. Are you a big fan of Elvis, Mick? Uh huh. You're right, Mick. Well, you yeah, in? I like the guy. Thank <laughs> you very much. There we go, uh, Mick. There. You see, it's, it's, oh, I need, I need um, uh, an Indian family to confirm this, and I'm guessing I kind of need like an Indian mum or dad, sort of. I guess in their sixties. That's kind of the generation, that the parents when I was going around. you great. You go around. You go around. You, you, you watch telly. Um, my friend Adjit, he had, um, he had cable TV before before people had Sky. He had cable TV. We watched uh, the DJ Cat Show and all of that stuff. It's a cat and a. No, it's a D and a J and a cat with a K. That was it. Uh, and they'd have pictures of Elvis as Charo. And he does. I'm sure he blacks up a little bit. 03459 four double five, five double five. Travel
7: news for beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: There are delays on the M25 clockwise between junction 24 for Partis Bar and 25 for Enfield because the lane's been closed by a truck that's broken down. On the A1M southbound, it's very slow from junction 8 for Hitch into 7 for Stevenage, and it's busy on the M1 southbound as well between junction 11 for Dunstable and 9 for Redbourne. Into London on the North Circular Road and eastbound through Warshamstow, there's been an accident at the Cricket Billet interchange, so there are long delays there all the way from the Kenninghall interchange in Edmonton. And on the East Midlands trains in Northamptonshire, there's no service between Kettering and Leicester because of overrunning engineering works. But on the train departure boards into London, there's no reported problems at the moment. Smart The Breath, BBC Three Counties
8: Radio. Hey up, Sammy. Nice one, nice one. Thank you very much. Where are we now? 7.16. It's Tuesday, the 28th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Cancer Research UK say thousands of cases of the disease could be diagnosed at an earlier stage. Kamran Farooqi from Hartsmere has called upon the Iranian authorities to release his 76-year-old father from jail as he's unwell. David Cameron will today challenge claims by campaigners who want Britain... I can't wait for you to leave, Kelly. I can't wait for you to leave. Why? Stop trying to make me laugh during I, the No, head... I was oh, not. Oh, you were just sat there. What? Yeah, exactly. I just sat
10: here. That's not...
8: It is my fault, but I'm that you won't be sat there for much longer. I know. Mark my words, mark my words. Travel news for Uh, beds. We've got no, we've got no, um, the the person who does the jingles is, um, is, um, is, um, I'll tell you what, I'll come hang on a minute. I'll I'll find a jingle, 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 jingle. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell But I've
17: been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death fine life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movie to me But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some of the guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a Much time in school, but I totally ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky or Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hey. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or tarzan from a vine. Cause the unknown man that makes Eastwood look.
8: I keep I keep pressing the button when there's nothing there and that's, boy oh boy, if only I had some brains then maybe I could, uh, I could do that. Now, the Hertfordshire family of a 76-year-old man who's being held in an Iranian prison say they're worried about his health and are pleading for him to be released. Kamal Farugi holds dual British and Iranian citizenship and is over four years into an eight-year sentence for spying, basically. Amnesty International have called for the Iranian authorities to ensure he receives the medical care that he requires. Well, Bahara uh, Bahara Davis is the Iran researcher for Amnesty International and uh, joins me now. Did I get your name right, Bahara? Yes, that's correct. Thank you very much indeed. Now, um... Tell me more about Kamal Farugi. When was he arrested and what what was the the situation leading up to it? What do we know?
27: Um, Well, the um, Kamal Farugi was arrested in May um, 2011. And uh, the trial that resulted in the imprisonment sentence against him uh, was unfair. Um, There were various um, due process issues. When he was arrested, he was not shown an arrest warrant. He was not told why he was being arrested. He was then taken to Evin prison, where he spent um, periods of time in solitary confinement without access to a lawyer or his family members. Um, He was not formally charged until a year um, after his arrest, and even then, he was not given information about his charges. Um, He was only allowed to see a lawyer um, a day before trial in early 2011, which meant that he did not have sufficient time to prepare his defense. And... There was also a period of time um, for several months after his sentencing when he was denied any contact with the outside world. Um, unfortunately, some of these concerning issues persist to date. Um, Kamal Fururi has very um, limited access to his lawyer. He is not allowed to write or receive letters from his family members who live in the UK, which restricts their communication possibilities and he's not permitted to receive any British consular assistance. Um, in fact, he's never been allowed um, consular assistance.
8: The Iranians don't recognise his dual citizenship, do they? they? They consider him not to be British and Iranian, they consider him to be purely Iranian.
27: That's correct. Iran does not recognise dual nationality. Um, however, um, laws um, in relation to access to consular Um, assistance for foreign nationals who do not hold Iranian nationality are also quite vague and effectively um, leave it at the discretion of judicial authorities to allow such access.
11: Bahara,
8: what is he accused of doing? Espionage is a vague term. Can we be any more specific than that?
27: Um, uh, That is correct. Espionage is um, a vague um, term and um, as... um, Um, You know, as mentioned, um, um, it does not seem that the authorities have given sufficient information to Kamal Fouri about the basis of the charges that he's faced. Um, It is also um, a problem in Iranian laws where um, generally um, provisions that relate to national security offenses are overly broad and vague. And that um, effectively allows the authorities to interpret them um, as they wish to and, um, you know, um, consider a wide range of Mm. activities to be criminal. Um, And now um, we are quite concerned about Kamal deterioration deteriorating health. Um, We know that he has several um, medical conditions. We understand that due to his medical background, prior to his arrest, his doctor's had recommended that he should have regular specialized medical tests and check-ups, including screening for cancer. And We are concerned that he has not had access to this test. Um, he has been transferred to a hospital several times, but has not received the care he needed, um, apparently because specialists have not been available. Um, Amnesty International has urged the Iranian authorities to ensure that Kamal Fouri receives um, the specialized medical care he needs outside prison and uh, has also called on them to grant him conditional release on the basis of a provision in Iran's penal code which would allow for his release as he has served more than um, one-third of his sentence.
8: Do we know, and you may not know the answer to this, but I I kind of do have to ask it, is he guilty? Did he do it?
27: I, I do not. I think that... Not the key um, issue. At so, the so
8: his guilt is not the issue f- for for Amnesty International. It, the 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 issue is is the treatment that he is receiving, receiving whether he's guilty or not.
27: Um. Well, um, the issue is that we have serious um, fair trial concerns, mm. and okay. um, as I explained, he had no access yeah. to a lawyer. He had no access to his family members. He was not given information about the charges he faced, which meant that he um, had little information to use to defend himself. Um, And um, yes, at the moment, the key concern is the fact that as elderly um, man in um, Iranian prison um, where general conditions are quite poor, he's not receiving um, Mm. the medical care he needs.
8: Because I have to say, this, and I'm saying this simply because I know that other people I will get texts saying this. If if he were guilty, you, you break the law in a country that doesn't have particularly good prisons or human rights within those prisons. Tough. Some people might say, I'm not necessarily saying that's my opinion, Bahara, but you, do you understand? Some people might say, well, if, if he did break the law in Iran, well, th- he has to face those consequences. What would you say to those people?
27: International human rights standards, including those that relate to fair trials, um, are universal. Um, And it does not matter um, what offense someone has committed, um, regardless of the offense that they have committed, the authorities in all countries are bound by international law to ensure that everyone receives um, a fair trial that everyone is protected against torture and other ill treatment and that everyone who is detained or is in prison um, receives adequate medical care. Um, so international law does not um, you know, uh, say that because in this country that's the general situation so individuals should not get into trouble It is the obligation is on the authorities to ensure that they uphold the international um obligations that um they basically accepted
8: Barra, what's what i i i've kind of been following this i, I have a little awareness but what is the, the what are relationships like between the uk and Iran now and uh, have the UK, have the British government made any moves towards helping kamal um
27: um we understand that um um the um countries have resumed Um, um, some relations recently with the opening of the embassies, and um, we have seen um, in the media that um, the British authorities have urged the Iranian authorities um, to ensure that um, Kamal Fouri is um, given the adequate medical care he needs um, and is treated well.
8: Okay. Uh, really interesting talk to you. Thank you very much indeed, Baharat Davis, the Iran researcher for Amnesty International.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks. Oh,
8: this this is, is a good one, guys.
1: BBC Three Counties
8: Radio. Must remember to do this. This is brilliant, right? The Daily Mail really is uh, is playing a blinder today. First of all, Andrew Pierce, who's got to be one of the snarkiest, snarkiest. Um, uh, I'm not going to say journalist because he just he just has really nasty pops at people. He, he had a pop at um, Corbyn the other day because he lives in a nice house. Uh, he's having a pop at um, some other people today because they live in a nice house. <laughs> where, where, where is he? he's in? Them. He's talking about the lords that voted against the um, the um, the tax credit changes. The ones that voted against it. So the ones that had it could be argued the. Um, the uh, I- ideals of the, the poorer people, you know, working for the poorer people. And he's gone, This is Andrew Pearce. This is a roll call of the peers who helped torpedo the government's cuts to tax credits. Several have distinctly checkered backgrounds, and unlike George Osborne, not one has any democratic mandate for tactics. So he picks out um, uh, nine um, lords that voted against the changes to the, the tax credit things. first one, um, Baroness Meacher, who I've met. And he's delightful. met Baroness Meacher. Absolutely. She had a urine infection when I met her. She kept telling me. Um, and, and he's labelled it number one, cannabis campaigner. Baroness Meacher, 75, crossbencher, whose amendment defeated the government. A one-time social worker and employment advisor to the Russian government. She was chairman of the all-party Parliamentary Group for Drug Policy Reform, an advocate of decriminalising hard drugs... Mm. she has said some drugs are a good deal safer than tobacco and alcohol and it may be a very good thing if teenagers stopped getting drunk and took some types of legal highs instead. Well, some drugs are a good deal. I've I've interviewed Baroness Meacher about her views on drugs, right? And she's not just saying it because she thinks it's nice. She has overseen tons and tons of research into drug laws and why she thinks they are flawed and she's got stats and she's got figures and she's got knowledge of why she thinks that so to have a pop at her because she's um uh, was once a social worker and, and and has done a lot of research into drugs he goes on her first husband this is andrew pierce writing this he's a snarky little so-and-so her first husband was labor minister michael meacher a close friend of Jeremy Corbyn, who died last week. Jeremy Corbyn's dead. Um, she lives in a £2 million house in Highgate, North London, and rents out two adjoining flats. So she's at, he's having a go at her, right? Because she's quite wealthy and she thinks that maybe drugs should be legalised. Not mentioning the fact that uh, multi-millionaire uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber flew over from New York so that he could vote uh, to keep the tax credit changes, multimillionaire Andrew Lloyd Webber, who's never done a day's work in his life, anyway, that's not the point I was going to get to. Let me get to uh, video games in a second. Let's have some travel first. Travel news for beds, cards,
7: and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. Very busy
16: on the M25 clockwise between Junction 24 for Potter's and 25 for Enfield. That's because a vehicle broke down there earlier, but it's all open again now. It's slow on the M1 southbound. There are patchy queues between Junction 12 for Flittic and 9 for Redbourne. And it's also looking uh, very, very, very wet because of the rain and visibility could be a problem because of that. In Dunstable on the A5 High Street North, it's slow around Church Street. And in Walthamstow, if you're heading into London, um, in the North Circular Road, there's been an accident at the Crooked Billet Interpass. pass. It's causing long delays in both directions. Eastbound, the queues are from the Kenninghall interchange in Edmonton. On the, north, on the East Midlands trains, there's no service for, between Kettering and Leicester because of wherever any engineering works. But looking at the train departure boards on services to London, there are no reported problems. Samantha breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 7.30, I'm John Kay. Canadian investigators say a whale-watching boat that capsized may have become unstable because the passengers had crowded onto one side of the deck. The vessel overturned off Vancouver Island, leaving five British nationals dead. Kamran Ferroogie from Hartsmere is calling upon Iran to release his dad. Kamal Farugi, who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship, has served more than half of an eight-year jail sentence. Cancer Research UK says thousands of cases of the disease could be diagnosed at an earlier stage. The weather, heavy rain this morning. Three-county sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Chelsea are out of the League Cup after being beaten 5-4 on penalties by Stoke at the Britannia Stadium. Aidan Hazard missed the crucial spot kick.
6: He's not scored a
9: goal this season yet for Chelsea. And he's not one here! Sam!
21: knocked out Chelsea, 5-4 in the penalty
0: shootout. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Theo Walcott both suffered injuries in Arsenal's shock 3-0 Capital One Cup defeat to Championship side Sheffield Wednesday. Though putting out a strong starting eleven, manager Arsene Wenger
18: admits his bench lacked the experience to cope. Sheffield Wednesday was sharper, quicker. We were too young and too naive in the end when we lost Chamberlain and Walcott. Uh, After that, we were uh, too short in midfield. We were disappointed, of course, but uh, I believe that happened to us before and we always responded well.
0: Championship Hull are also through after beating Premier League Leicester in a shootout, while Everton also needed penalties to beat Norwich. Tonight, Liverpool hosts Bournemouth with manager Jurgen Klopp still looking for his first win. Daniel Sturridge again misses out with injury. Manchester City take on Crystal Palace. Southampton play managerless Aston Villa. And Manchester United are at home to Middlesbrough. Great Britain's women gymnasts have won their first ever world team final medal by claiming bronze at the World Championships in Glasgow. So a double celebration for Amy Tinkler, whose performance in the vault helped the team leapfrog the Russians.
4: Well, just finally, though, uh, Amy Tinkler, your last vault as well. Just how was the pressure going into that last vault?
21: Yeah, I mean, I'm speechless, to be honest. I, I don't even know what to say, but... Oh, my God. I'm just so proud of everyone. I
4: can't believe it. And what a birthday present as well. And we have one more for you from BBC Sport and also all the viewers out there. Amy Tinkler, happy 16th birthday.
21: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: World Rugby and Rugby World Cup 2019 have confirmed the dates for Japan 2019. The tournament will start at Tokyo Stadium on Friday the 20th of September with the final at the International Stadium Yokohama on Saturday the 2nd of November. World Rugby Chief Brett Gosper says Japan's performances during the current World Cup can only enhance the tournament.
9: Had they not been successful in this World Cup we would have seen a very successful World Cup in 2019. What adds to it is that there's a little bit of a have a story around them I and mean, they created the biggest upset probably not just in World Cup history but in rugby history they've got an entire population now that seems to be behind them and interested in them, that's going to create the interest
0: that we're looking for across the nation That's Three Counties News and Sport and I'll have more for you at eight
14: There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road where i'll always be every stop i make i make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and i'm gone again maybe tomorrow i want to settle down until tomorrow i'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end I'll just keep moving on Maybe tomorrow i want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on as a world sweet into unfold a brand new tale no one has ever told. We've journeyed far, but you no know it won't be long. We're almost there, we've paid our fare with a hobo song. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll
8: it just then just fades out. Oh three, four five nine, four double five, five double five.
11: Daily. Hey, boss, I'm, I'm slightly confused. Go on, buddy. OK, so so Kelly's leaving. Yes, yes Kelly's yes. last day on Friday. Yes. And uh, she's going to be replaced, I believe, by Danny Fulbrook. yes? He, well, now,
8: he's down to the final three. Right, OK. It, it, okay. It's, it's not definite yet. Oh, the, 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 Danny Warbucks who's here. Well, t- tell me why, mate. What's going on? What's your beat? Well,
11: I said to him, I said, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to go. I'm <laughs> on the streets. He said, oh, you sound a bit stressed. I went, yeah, well, it's raining. You can hear the rain. He went, don't worry, mate. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. What? So uh, he said that to you? Yeah, he said that to me. That's yeah. outrageous. Leave
8: this to me. What the hell are you talking about, boy? <laughs> I was just chatting to Justin. I was just having chats. did in turn to have a Kit Kat for. Oh, don't you know he died the other week and you're yeah. turned
11: to have a Kit Kat? Well, it was a Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> the flippancy it's only of a it. Kit Kat. It's I mean,
8: only a Kit Kat.
11: Who says that to somebody? Have a break, have a Kit Kat. Who says that? It's not 1987. I say that. I say mm. that. Aesthetic. Seriously, this is you're the a home of You're like 22 years. Yep. How old? What are you? 22. You make me puke.
8: Why? It's not <laughs> my fault, you, right? And you're doing. You're doing. But the thing is, I, I'm old enough to remember. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat first time yeah. around. You're doing it your' yep. postmodern and ironic. No, no, it's <laughs> been in adverts
0: when
7: I was growing up.
8: No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Nope. You're right, Ian. It wasn't. Sorry, I was being disrespectful. You're welcome. I, I didn't say that. That was your- you. Did say that? <laughs> I did say that. that. Sounds like Barry from what? You're welcome. <laughs> sound- You're brilliant, Ian, and I really like to do the job of Kelly here. <laughs> All right, Danny. Well, just would you like to say sorry to Justin? Yes, I'm sorry, Justin. Thanks, Danny. I'm not. I'm a naughty boy. Yeah,
11: need to up the bants, mate. Up the what? Up the bants.
8: Now. Listen, there's not a lot in the papers, so just... I don't know if you've got any idea. I mean, the front page of The Sun, cocaine on sale at the BBC. Where? Yep, yep. Um, Well, the the babyface hacker. I do do respect the babyface hacker. I tell you what, we don't know if it's him and there's an investigation going on and all of that. First of all, if it is a child that has hacked into TalkTalk, then instead of arresting him, give the guy a job in the government. Let let him work for MI5 or MI6. Do you know what I mean? If there's there's kids that can do actual
11: war games like that... Then um, you know th- th- these people should be given jobs. I well, oh, had a situation like that with another guy from Hertfordshire, and his name escapes me at the moment. Is it Mark um, or Kevin or Keith? It, um, McKinnon wasn't it? Steve. Who ha- yes, I think it might have been. Yeah, he hacked into um, the American government computer yep. system to look and, for UFOs. Yeah, absolutely. And they should be giving people like that. Obviously, not a pat on the back for what they've done, but clearly they're very talented in what they oh, can do. Oh, yeah, it's a gift. absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, then there's
8: another story in the mail and again I don't want to talk specifically about this boy because it's you know there's all kinds of investigations and things going on but the headline here is and this makes me so angry right. hmm. talk talk hacking suspect addicted to violent video game oh, addicted to you're not going to blame this on the fact he likes grand theft auto and call of duty you can't blame it on that for crying out loud what's that? It, and it's hmm. basically they've the, the daily mail have got a page to fill so they've just gone through ah computers let's go into the computer computer <laughs> oh yeah violent video games go on tie those two yeah. in and then you're done for the day then you can nick off early that's what
11: but they do with it one of my favorite ever voxes, which you were furious about yeah was, uh, it was in Lucent it was uh, about Grand Theft Auto and yeah. I spoke to somebody on the streets and he said yeah I've been playing it with my friend and uh, he got inspired by the video game yeah. so he went out the next day and he stole a car he blamed the video <laughs> game and you were furious about it saying what a load of rubbish he just wanted to steal a car yeah he wanted to steal a car
8: yeah yeah he <laughs> Oh, do you know what? I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and um, smashing the window and dragging the person out of the car is so much fun. I'm going to do that for real. It wasn't mm. have the, the the train of events that went through his mind.
11: But you know, some people they are a bit silly. They can't separate the two, can they? No, no,
8: exactly, exactly. But then, like Mark Chapman shot John Lennon because he read a book. He read Catcher in the Rye, and he thought it was yeah. about him, and he thought it was him telling him to kill a beetle. Weird so, what? We're going to ban books. Yeah, no, no, we're not going to ban books. We no. should, no, you're wrong. Wrong answer. Yes, we're going to ban
11: books. No, we should no. ban books. The British hit singles is something I read every single week. Can you? Well, know you, what? You, I enjoy you don't it. read
8: it every single week, mate. Not since um, someone nicked it. Yeah, <laughs>
11: that's true. I'm
8: at yeah. my wits' end here.
11: <laughs> uh, very clever.
8: You, did you not get a replacement for that?
11: Um, not yet. No. All
8: right, leave it to me. It's your birthday present coming up. Leave right, it to mate. me. Leave it to me. It's your birthday you're present a good guy. coming up. Good guy. Thank um, you. It, maybe you can get something out of this. Um, it's, it's a musical kind of vibe this morning. And why the hell not? Mm. Um, Jacko is the top dead star, and do you know what? Ooh. It's seven years to the day since we lost Michael Jackson. No, it's not. Yep,
11: seven years. No, no, it's not. It's not seven years. No, it was in the, the summer. Yeah,
8: exactly. Seven years to yep. the very day since we lost Michael Jackson.
11: Yeah, but it's winter. So how can it be seven years to the day if we lost him in the summer? It's seven years. Because I was singing farewell my summer love 7 years
8: to the very day mm. since Michael Jackson beat it Oof. for good and it was bad it made me cry with my friend Ben we were off the wall God. I don't know any more Michael Jackson references, <laughs> so I'm kind of out there.
11: Uh, Michael, I want you back.
8: Seven years to the day since Michael Jackson died and he's now topped the list of highest earning... Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, isn't it funny, right? Because let's be honest, he was perhaps... And we we could do this as a photo as well. Uh, effeminate male pop stars, right? He was one of the, the campest male pop stars, right? Very, very Ooh. camp. That voice, the, the, the slim stature. Ow! The oh, you trod on my toe, Tito. Yeah. Yep. In all, you trod on my toe, Tito. <laughs> Tito trod on his toes, what happened there. Yeah, in all of his songs and uh, the, the pop videos, mm. he's like a bad boy. Yeah. In some of his, you know, the court cases as well. But he's like a bad boy. And he's playing like a... He's like a gangster, isn't he? He's like he's yeah, like, um, yeah. the,
11: like a gang member, is what I mean, you call it. He's a bit it. like you, then. He's you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're on the radio. You're a gangster yeah. taking people on, on the streets. You don't want to know.
8: Oh, he's on the streets. I'm, um, I'm a, a, a lanky streak of wee-wee. <laughs> um, you wouldn't see me in the rain out there. But, yeah, but he, he like played like a hoodie, doesn't he, in the, in the pop videos? Yeah, bad, yeah, uh, yeah. And in real life, he's, you know, he's a bit limp. Yeah. With, uh, now. Um, so... Mike, we'll get to the point here. The the Thriller star died seven years ago this very day, uh, but still pulled in around 75 million nicker over the past year. Flip it. 75. And this is what they say, isn't it? If you want to, you know, if you're a pop star and you're you're on the wane, um, die. You make a load of cash.
6: Mm. Mm.
8: True. Um, the, The Fast and Furious star Paul Walker, I don't know who he is. The top British stars were Elizabeth. Elizabeth Taylor was British.
11: Um, yeah, I think she was. If, they, if they're saying she was British, I'll, I'll go along with that.
8: John Lennon only earned 7.8 million quid. Imagine that.
11: Now, uh, favourite dead pop stars?
8: Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, can I'll take to the get streets. Yep. That? It's a very quiet day, just. It's a very, very quiet day in the papers. Uh, uh, if, you, if you come up with anything better, but otherwise, I know you can make gold out of that.
11: Yep, I shall take that to the streets and uh, we'll catch you up a bit later. Cheers, my dear. Thank you.
8: Someone give that boy an umbrella for crying out loud. 03459 455 555 is the uh, telephone number. Someone's enjoying the show. Wow, drizzle outside, drivel inside. Thank you very much. Wait, I got a minute. Flip it. What the hell is going on? And someone says, Ian, have you booked Lee Majors to come on the show yet?" He said he'd arrange it with, within 6 months or leave 3CR. Well, um I did I did technically technically I said that on the air. And negotiations are, let's just say, ongoing, shall we? Oh three-four five nine four double five five double five. Travel news for
7: beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: The M25 has been blocked clockwise by an accident between Junction 16 for the M40 and 17 for Maple Cross at the Chalfont fire duct and that's causing a queue from Junction 14 for Heathrow now. It's also very slow in the opposite direction with people slowing down to look and on the M m25 clockwise it's very slow between junction 24 for parters and 25 for enfield where there was a breakdown earlier it's all back open again now it's still very slow though um nearby to the other problem on the m25 the m40 heading out of town's very slow from the denham roundabout towards the m25 and looking at the train departure towards there are no major problems at the moment but in northamptonshire on the east midlands trains there's no service between kettering and leicester samantha breath, bbc three counties radio
8: hey sammy yeah. You ain't got I just I've just promised on air I was gonna get daily a copy of the, the, the Guinness Book of Hit singles. You can't oh,
16: have you got it yet?
8: No, you can't get it. Can't get it. I'm looking at the, um, 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 oh, I don't want to say the name of Amazon. I'm looking at the, um, the, online, the online place where you all do the order and they do Amazon Prime Delivery.
16: You just said uh, Amazon twice.
8: Don't. Sammy, we're not allowed to mention brand names. It's the biggest. It's a
16: rainforest.
8: Thank you very much indeed. Well, we're not allowed to mention specific rainforests because that excludes other rainforests. And as you know, we are the all-inclusive okay. BB, all BBC. Well, they haven't got it on there.
16: Well, maybe you need to go to a bookshop Yeah, well, maybe
8: you need to just sort your attitude out. 7.46, it's Tuesday the 28th of October. I'm in Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Kamran Farugi is from Hartsmere is calling upon Iran to release his dad, who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship. He's served more than half of an eight-year jail sentence and he's currently ill. Cancer Research UK says thousands of cases of the disease could be diagnosed at an earlier stage and two senior police officers have suggested that the era of the bobbies on the beat has come to an end. Let's get the weather.
23: Beds, hearts and bucks
8: weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
23: Hello there, the Met Office have a yellow warning in place for rain until 11 o'clock for Hertfordshire, but the rain is going to be affecting just about all of us, it's pretty heavy at times, particularly this morning, so do watch out for surface water flooding. It gradually works its way off to the north, taking with it most of the cloud this afternoon and leaving some sunny spells, temperatures reaching 14 degrees Celsius. Tonight mainly dry, clear at first, but we've got a fair amount of cloud building through the early hours of the morning, and temperatures dipping down to 9 or 10 degrees Celsius, so staying mild. Dry and bright first thing tomorrow, but we have got a band of rain pushing eastwards. Um, it's pretty fragmented, it's quite drizzly, but it stays with us through the afternoon and into the night. Temperatures tomorrow reaching 14 degrees Celsius. So overnight, uh, that drizzle continues and then is joined by heavier rain, uh, which will stay with us through Friday, leaving in the afternoon and uh, a couple of showers are probably going to be left uh, towards the end of the day. Saturday and Sunday, though, looking dry and brighter, a bit cloudier on Sunday, though, with some mist and fog. During the night and in the mornings, but staying very mild indeed. That's your latest forecast.
6: Thank you very much!
8: On this week's best of podcast, what's all this about kicking a cow, Peter?
11: Line three, what would you like to say? Three, uh, <laughs> download all the
1: latest podcasts at bbc.co.uk slash three counties radio.
13: Morning are you? Is that your real voice? Oh, hi.
8: Is that your real dog? The Ian Lee Best Of Podcast. What's the youngest Gary you know? I need you to talk about Kelly in the past tense, okay? Do you know what that means? I forgot Grumpy Jamie was coming in today. (laughs) Yeah. What a buzzkill. Remind (laughs) us why I thought it was a good idea to invite you in.
1: Download all the latest podcasts at bbc.co.uk slash threecountiesradio. This is Ian Lee.
7: On BBC Three Counties
8: Radio. Life is returning to its dull, boring, staid, normal self in Potter's Bar after two suspected World War II shells were found in a garden. Shells, not shelves, I may have said shelves. Two devices were discovered in Park Avenue on Sunday. But it kind of got me thinking, how many bombs left over? Every time, they, like every now and then, every few months, you'll get a bomb. Oh, we found a World War II bomb. How many have they left over? Let's speak to the writer and mili- uh, tr- military historian, Dr Mark Felton. How many World War II bombs are left out there, Mark?
24: Um, quite a lot. The Germans dropped 75,000 tonnes of bombs on the UK Flippin in World heck. War II. And of that, between 5 and 15% never went off.
8: Wowzers. Now, why yep. did they not go off? Was it bad bomb and bomb, Bad bomb design? Or, or, or is it just, that's just what happens with bombs? Sometimes they don't go off.
24: Absolutely. The, the, the second uh, answer, uh, you know, German engineering is fantastic. They produce very, very good, well-engineered bombs. But yeah. Unfortunately, you know, if it lands in the wrong place, the wrong kind of soil or bounces or something, these things uh, won't necessarily go off.
8: And then, um, um, excuse me if these questions sounds really, really dumb, Mark, but on, this is genuinely, this has had me scratching my head for some time. So a bomb that didn't go off, would it somehow bury itself underground or would it just lie there and, you know, kids would play? How, how come they hadn't been noticed at the time?
24: Well, these bombs would have landed at very high velocity and buried themselves many metres below the ground, um, not noticed at the time because of the bomb damage from the actual bombs which had exploded. Uh, so, you know, a relatively small hole which probably collapsed itself quite quickly wouldn't necessarily be noted when, you know, houses are on fire and everything's destroyed. So um, that's how these, these particular bombs managed to disappear.
8: Uh, Do these bombs ever spontaneously go off? Because you uh, you often hear, oh, uh, workers stopped uh, in North London uh, because they've dug up an old bomb. Do do these bombs ever go off spontaneously?
24: Um, I I would have thought on occasion this has probably happened, but the the normal thing is, you know, a guy and a digger or something will dislodge it or um, any kind of building work could cause these things to go off and they are so unstable now, we're talking about even the slightest movement can set them off.
8: Um, and uh, there, there must be um, uh, a, a real moment of, first of all, fear, and I would imagine then excitement at the work site because they get the rest of the day off. No. Have, you, have you been to one of these sites when they found one of these bombs? I just wonder what the atmosphere was like.
24: No, I haven't, I'm afraid, but I have, I have written about it a bit and uh, spoken to a lot of people involved, especially on the bomb disposal side. I mean, mm. uh, you know, discovering these things, uh, they're normally misidentified because they're very difficult to, to note as a bomb, this rusty uh, tube-like structure. The fins have come off a long time ago, etc. So they normally, you know, people bash them and think, what the hell is oh, this? no! You know, and then eventually work out actually it might actually be <laughs> dumb, So perhaps we should call the army in and look at this. And so then the... these guys have to tinker around with these, you know, highly dangerous. And you know, the other thing is the size. 're around talking... with a
8: rusty tube. I mean, gosh. Yeah, uh,
24: we're we're talking, you know, uh, many of the bombs are in the region of a thousand kilograms. Wowzers. This is a huge amount of explosive. Yeah.
8: And are they? I mean, they've been there for you know seventy odd years. Are, are they? Um, is it easy to get into the bomb and disarm it? I'm imagining as well that the bomb technology is completely different now. So, uh, um, it, the, the, the bomb disposal experts obviously they know what they're doing. But, um, yeah. but are they easy to get into?
24: Uh, well, it depends on the type of bomb. The Germans fitted them with anti tamper devices specifically to stop people oh, blimey, uh, disposing yeah. of them. Um, So they have to take that into consideration. The worst ones are the delayed action bombs. They were designed to bury themselves and then go off up to 150 hours after the raid so they could kill emergency services personnel. Uh, We did the same thing in Germany. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, uh, These kind of ones, they have acid um, fuses which have become very, very unstable. Because the thing with these bombs is the, the, the TNT itself never deteriorates, so that remains highly dangerous but the fuses, they do badly deteriorate and that becomes extremely difficult to actually uh, diffuse them. So that's the really dangerous part for the, for the guys is disconnecting the uh, detonator from the actual explosive itself.
8: Uh, uh, Mark, why are we still fascinated with all this stuff?
24: I think it's because World War Two. you know, it, it's an endless series of fantastic stories of uh, human endurance and uh, survival and all of those kind of things. And for us, uh, regarding the bombing, you know, we were bombed. This was the the Blitz and everything else. This was uh, civilians in the front line. So that's why it still uh, is remembered and talked about. And it's important we don't forget uh, what happened in this country during the Second World War.
8: One final question. Uh, We get this when we're, like, building, you know, blocks of flats and stuff like that. Do the Germans have the same thing when they're, 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 like, digging up, you know, Germany to to build flats? We've lost you. We we just lost you for a second. Sorry, Mark. What
24: was that? I'm very glad, glad you asked me that question. The, uh, the Germans dropped 75,000 tons of bombs on Britain. We and the Americans dropped 1.9 million tons. <laughs> so you can imagine, with a failure rate of five to 15 percent,
8: they got loads more.
24: Yeah, they're making hundreds of thousands of tons, and they're pulling out around about 2,000 tons a year.
8: Blimey!
24: Um, which is enormous uh, amounts of explosives, and not just that, because the whole of Germany was a battleground. This millions of artillery shells, hand grenades, all of this sort of stuff as well. So uh, their uh, military bomb disposal people are super, super busy.
8: Mark, really interesting to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Dr Mark Felton, a writer, military historian. Um, imagine that. So you, you, you just think, you just think... Follow that, Gatford. I don't think I can. Really. Exactly, exactly. I don't think that. That's you couldn't follow... You couldn't follow... Um, if we just had, like, a baby on looking at a grape... You couldn't follow that. It'll well, be a local baby. It'll be a local baby. Yeah, local and vocal. We got now. Um, we've got now. We've got. Um, okay. Well. Well. Um, just Denise. No, thanks no, for right. hang on a minute, Gafford. I'm doing a piece. Denise, okay. thanks ever so much for, for bringing Sparkle in, your little baby, and um, she really is beautiful, and really stares at a grape wonderfully. That's um, Denise and Sparkle. They're um, from uh, Bedfordshire, and um, Sparkle um, has been staring at a grape. It's got a Gafford on the line. Morning, Gafford. Morning. So you couldn't right. even follow a baby no. looking at a grape, mate. That
20: said, that yeah. said, any chance? I, I just, you know, I'm keen that the nation gets this. Just any chance you could do a date and time check?
8: Yeah. Okay. Um, June the twenty seventh. No. Um, twenty five no.
20: past ten. See, the last two times you called it Tuesday the twenty eighth of October. Right. Well, what's so wrong with that? Who? It, well, it's Wednesday. Oh, blimey!
22: Now,
8: I, know, I know Kelly Betts is leaving and I assume she's producing the show? Uh, well, uh, let, oh, hang on a second. Uh, yes, Kelly Betts is leaving and she's producing so, the show.
20: Mm. What kind of discipline do you feel you should lay down? I'm
8: going to give her some discipline. Hang on a second. Kelly, you are a very, very naughty girl. Mm. That's that sorted. Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah, hang, a second. Uh, hang on a second. Hang on, Peter. Hi. Good morning. I've got something for you.
1: And what is that? All right, Peter. What do you want to have a whinge about today?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
8: I was just. Oh, I listened
25: to you talking about bombs, actually.
8: About what? We were talking about, about bombs. Bombs. Oh, bombs. Bombs. Clean your ears out. Not bums. Bombs. 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 Right. Now then,
25: the. Uh, during the war, the ARP and the uh, fire people, fire, firemen... ...winging his way purposes. across
1: beds, hards and bugs.
25: There Peter, in Woolmer Green. Peter! People.
8: Mm. OK, well, you, you put <laughs> a little doubt the things there.
25: They didn't look for unexploded bombs very much. No. And occasionally they used to find one. Yes. And at the same time, we don't talk very much about all the big galvanised tanks that was full of water waiting to be sprayed onto... Well, why, well, why, would, we, why would we talk
8: about the big galvanised... Well, galvanized... because
25: the kids in East London in them days, we used to fill them with fish. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. God. Every one of them galvanised tanks had fish in
6: them.
8: What, living fish?
25: Yeah, from the canal. Why would you do that? Because there, there was a pleasure to do... And they lived It was, a, they I was a pleasure they, to do... They did very well in these tanks as well. Okay, well... No fish- did they
20: win the lottery or something? Pardon? Did they win the lottery? Did they what? <laughs> win the lottery? I mean, you said they did very well. By
25: the way, by yeah. the way, you, you get a very limited clientele if you don't interview people with an accent like mine because you won't interview any Australians... Jesus or
20: or Shakespeare? <laughs> There's They're a all problem with Jesus or Shakespeare.
25: And and all the Aussies sound like me. Can you do an Australian accent, Peter? That is uh, the Cockney accent. is an Australian accent?
8: No, it's not, Peter. It's it's, it's a Cockney accent. But thank you, uh, Gaffer. What have you called it? Are you calling for Kelly's poem? No, oh, no, I've given up on that. I'm going for a collage or an interpretive dance by Friday. Now. Okay. Well, what do you want? Well, I was trying to pick you up on your Wednesday thing. Well, I'm going to pick you up on the fact I've just cut you off. Okay.
7: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
16: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there are queues clockwise approaching Junction 16 for the M40 because of an accident that's just happened there earlier on this morning at the Chelfont Viaduct. It's been moved off the road now, but it's still very, very slow. And also clockwise, it's busy between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield after a lane was closed there earlier for a breakdown. All the lanes are back open, but it's still very slow. It's busy on the M1 southbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 9 for Redbourne, and there's patchy queues all the way down the M1. Mm. Looking at the uh, the cameras, it's very Mm. very wet and the visibility Mm. is quite bad there too. Mm. On the A5 High Street North Southbound, it's very slow from Houghton Mm. Road towards Brewers, Hill Road through the roadworks. Mm. And on the trains there's no reported problems at the moment. Mm. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio. Mm
6: -hmm.
8: Thank you, Sammy. Yes, I know. Morning guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Not a clue what we're talking about. Oh, okay, here we go. Where do you keep your fish? There we go, that's what, that's what we'll do for the last hour of the show.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
7: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's eight o'clock, I'm John Kay. The headlines, signs of cancer could be detected earlier. A Hertfordshire man calls for his unwell father to be released by the Iranians and concern over funding Bedfordshire's police force. BBC Three Counties Radio. The charity Cancer Research UK says almost 20,000 cases of the disease could be diagnosed earlier if all regions match the performance of the best. It says new figures show unacceptable variation between different parts of the country. NHS England says it's working towards giving all patients cancer test results within four weeks by 2020. But Matthew Wickenden from Cancer Research UK says it's clear that some people are losing out. Early diagnosis
7: gives you the best chance of surviving cancer. Cancer And what these figures mean is that there's people who perhaps could have had a better chance of surviving cancer or may have just had longer with their families. And obviously that is something that Cancer Search UK and, and everyone else really wants to see happening right now.
0: A a man's calling for his 76-year-old father, who's unwell, to be released from an Iranian prison on compassionate grounds. Kamal Farugi, who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship, has served more than half of an eight-year sentence for espionage. His son, Kamran, from Hartsmere says his family are desperate to see him.
2: My daughters have um, grown up half their lives not seeing him, uh, having seen him a lot when they were younger, and they keep asking when he's coming home. Um, but we don't have any answer to that question.
0: Two of the country's most senior police officers have signalled the era of routine patrols by bobbies on the beat has come to an end. The head of the National Police Chiefs' Council and a deputy commissioner of the Metropolitan Police made the comments ahead of expected cuts to be the police budget next month. Nip Hawkins
4: reports. Speaking to Newsnight, Craig Mackey, Scotland Yard's deputy commissioner, said the threshold for investigating some crimes would rise and in what would be an unprecedented move the Met was looking to get private funding from banks and big business to pay for some programmes. Sarah Thornton, the head of the National Police Chiefs' Council, said forces simply wouldn't have enough officers to conduct routine patrols everywhere. The policing minister, Mike Penning, said what mattered was how officers were deployed, not how many of them there were. A meeting's due to
0: take place today between Bedfordshire's MPs and the Policing Minister Mike Penning over funding for the county's police force. The local politicians are unhappy with the funding for Bedfordshire and are leading a campaign for a larger budget. Meanwhile, a petition started by the county's Police and Crime Commissioner to gain support from local people has so far received around 7,000 signatures. Ollie Martins will be in Luton's main shopping centre again today to encourage people to sign. He says the force could become unsustainable Sustainable unless they get more money. Marks & Spencer temporarily suspended its online shopping site last night after customers reported that they could see other people's account details and orders when they logged in. The company said the website had experienced technical difficulties, but there was no loss of data. The weather for Bent's hearts and bucks, a cloudy morning ahead with heavy rain and the top temperature at 14 Celsius, 57 Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sports online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Lesby
8: Avenue. Thank you, John. 03459 four double five five double five is the telephone number. It's, um... The show's kind of... We, we, you know what? We, we're kind of taxiing on the runway. We're not really taken off yet, but we will. We will. We'll get there, guys. Don't worry. Don't panic, Mr. Mannering. Your favourite dead rock star? Where do you keep your fish? Ever found an unexploded bomb? Ever found any... What have you found buried in your back garden? Ladies and gentlemen, we're there. 034594555. Oh, 03 555. Double, five, five, double, five. You can text 81333. Start your text, 3CR. If you wanted to, you could also send us a, 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 an email. Ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. I spell Ian properly, by the way. L-double-E uh, at bbc.co.uk.
1: Across beds, hearts, and bucks
8: This is
7: BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Kelly Betts, it is her last week um, here this... Uh, hang on a second, let me just... Uh, d- d- Bob, what
26: do you want? Hello, I, I just want to uh, say to K- 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 Kelly... Yes? Uh, sorry she's got to leave.
8: Yeah, she has to leave.
26: She's very good. She at is good. Lovely programme. I'm up every morning at
8: six o'clock to yeah, listen. No. Well, you're, 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 you're very good. Well, But you say that Kelly's very good, but good at what? It's the thing I've never been able, able to ascertain. 18.
26: No, she she is in charge. <laughs>
14: what? <laughs> She's what? She's in <laughs>
8: charge
26: of the whole programme. She... <laughs> <And> this <laughs> man you've uh, got sitting, sitting up there. Uh, oh, Bob. Stop! Stop! Listen. Stop. This man Sorry. you've got speaking at the moment. He goes. Goodbye,
8: Kelly. Yes. Give me somebody who doesn't. Ah, uh-huh. next please. Hang on a minute. You're telling you're telling me you want someone who doesn't stammer. Yeah. You know you're on the air and you're talking to me. Am I am I really? Not anymore, you're not. Oh. <laughs> He's telling me he doesn't want a stammer. I thought he'd been applauding that, the brothers and everything. Oh three four four. Well, Kelly, it's great to have you in charge. Apparently that's what you do. I was I was completely, <laughs> completely unaware of that.
1: This is Ian Lee. On
7: BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: There we go. Now OK, on to more serious issues. The Hertfordshire family of a 76-year-old man who's being held in an Iranian prison say they're worried about his health and are pleading for him to be released. Kamal Farugi is uh, holds dual British and Iranian citizenship and is over four years into an eight-year sentence for espionage. Amnesty International have called for Iranian authorities to ensure he receives the medical care he requires. Well, his son uh, Cameron joins me in the studio. Thanks very much for coming
2: in. It's nice to meet you. Thank you, Ian. Uh, what happened to your dad? Um, well, this all came out completely out of the blue in May 2011. Um, he was in his uh, you know, Tehran flat with uh, his wife, my stepmom, two friends, and five guys just knocked on the door. Um, no um, ID, you know, plain clothes, and just said, "You're coming with us." Um, didn't and he's,
8: a... he was in, He would have been what 70 there? 71. 71. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: and uh, and you know, they're like, well, "Who are you? What's going on?" Didn't give any explanation. Um just said sorry you've gotta come with us um you know no charge, no i d no um mm. explanation and just took him um and then uh you know it took about a year before he was even told he was being charged um you know it took about another year before he was um you know had the trial even during that second year he wasn't even told really what the charges were it just you know and then you know the trial happened in twenty thirteen um, and then we got the, you know, sort of shock number one was this taken and we were told, you know, stay quiet, stay quiet if you go public now um it'll get a lot worse for him who was escalate. telling you
8: who was telling you that um
2: we had a number of uh, you know a number of um, so friends in Tehran he had a you know lawyer um, you know this is a obviously a very different system
8: and the implication
2: was if you kind of made a fuss about it it would affect his case and badly. It could it could escalate quite significantly wow. yes and um, you know obviously in that country uh, you know a lot of people get very severe sentences and uh, you know we to be honest we we just thought from the beginning this was a big mistake just got completely confused um, had no understanding Understanding of what this was about um, we you know my stepmom uh, stayed in Tehran for a while and was able to visit a, a few times, tried many times and was supposed to have access um, more often than that I was being told by him i 'm just being questioned about everyone I know in Britain and you, you know going through my records and mm. going through my phone and saying, How do you know this person? when do you meet this person and he said to, to be honest uh, i'm comfortable yeah I think this will blow over in a few weeks um, I'm comfortable, we just sit it out. If we go public now, they might get very, you know, might, it might get um, much worse. Um, you know, I'm com- I think this will be over in a few weeks. Tell mm. the family not to worry. And my stepmom came over later in uh, 2011. Hasn't gone back since. Been, you know, on the phone with uh, the lawyer and friends in Tehran. She, she worried time. that if she went back, she'd be arrested. Uh, she, she was, yeah, right. yeah, she was. I mean, to be honest, the, the problem is none of us know what this is about, and so you know we're all worried. And you know, none of us have gone back. Um, and the other problem is that uh, um, you know he's not really allowed any visitors. Yeah. So he gets no visitors. Um, he hasn't had proper medical uh, care. He was he was relatively healthy when he went in, but but now like his you know his health is deteriorating. What, so it's espionage, so spying. Well, uh, yeah, there were two charges. One was I mean this all we only found this out in twenty thirteen. One was espionage and yeah. one was alcohol in the home. And uh, yeah, one you know the espionage was seven years and the alcohol was one year and uh you know the espionage you're like what on earth where did this come from um you know really i have to ask did he have alcohol in his home i think he did yeah and that's illegal in iran is it that is but uh, on the other hand um you know it's totally unheard of for anyone to get jail time for it Mm. and you know the normal practice if it's found is they ask you to pour it away they you know they don't make a big thing of it um and then occasionally you get a fine Mm. you know and and we we've had uh so, you know, good lawyers telling us they don't actually know what law uh, they can't find a law which says you can get jail time for alcohol.
8: The other question is, um, is your dad a spy? You know, is no, he, is, he's
2: no, uh, he's not. I mean, he, let, let me tell you a bit about his background. Go on, yeah, so please. He, he's a civil engineer by trade. He he was um, in the construction industry in his early years. And then he got more into the oil and gas industry. There's obviously a lot of jobs around there. Um, and since 2004, you know, he's an old man. Since 2004, he was basically doing part-time consultancy work for one organisation, and that's Petronas, mm. um major international oil and gas uh, organisation, sort of um, you know, Malaysian government-owned. Um, and he was just doing part-time work there and then, you know, coming, you know, he was flying between the two quite a lot, seeing us quite a lot when he was over here. He's obviously got friends there, mm. and, uh, you know, he wasn't working that hard. Yeah, his main, his main hobby is tennis, so he's basically doing some work, seeing family and friends, and playing tennis. I mean, that that was his life. And and so we don't really understand where this uh, came from.
8: I mean, it's, it's a fascinating story for me. You know, on the outside, from the inside, it must be—it must be just torture. The fact that this it, is going on—it is and torture.
2: On. And to be honest, you know, at the, like right from the beginning, we were like you, like, what on earth is this charge about, and where did it come from? But actually, like, we're well past that stage now. Mm. You know, our, our priority now is get him out and get him home. Yeah, you know, he, he hasn't been with family for four and a half years.
8: What are like. Iranian prisons like? I've got no idea. Are they?
2: I um, imagine they're a bit. Well, uh, this is Evin prison. It's very well known, and there's lots of stories on the, um, you know, on the internet. Uh, you know, the stories about. How you don't get beds, you get uh, if you're lucky, you get some mattresses, or, or you maybe sleep on you know, blankets. Um, mm. I must say he, he's he's never um, he's never you know he, he speaks to us on the telephone very briefly. we have had that access for about a year. Before that, there was no access at all. Right.
8: How often do you um, have to speak to him?
2: Um, well, I I speak to him once a week. Okay. Um, it, um it it has to be in Farsi. That's the only condition. And right. uh, you know when this started, I didn't actually speak Farsi well at all. So I've been learning very intensively. My stepmom gets calls from him most days and yeah. and the good thing is I mean you yeah, I sort of went public just in the last couple of weeks and the good thing is those have continued um you know we haven't seen any sort of uh aren't aware any sort negative effects yeah. so far of going public which uh, was a, a, he's was really, not well is he um he's not well um and and he needs you know he needs specialized uh, tests given his background um and we've been pushing the authorities for ages about this and they keep uh, every month or so like uh taking him to hospital and then they get he gets to the hospital and then there's no one there who can help and so they take him back so they are taking him to the hospital but they're not doing anything with him mm. um so uh, it, it's very difficult to know exactly how ill he is um but uh, yeah, we know he's you know he's getting older. We you know, we know he needs these uh, you know the, the these these cancer tests, and he mm. you know he you know he sounds weaker on the phone. So we're we're very you know we're very worried, and we're just getting no information out, and he's not getting any proper medical treatment at all. Why are you speaking out now? Well, uh, the, a couple of reasons. One is you know the health side, and, and the fact that we just want him home, and we want to forget all about this, and we don't want a big argument about the case, even though we think it's nonsense. Um, but also, uh, up until May of this year, we were promised that, um, you know, it's typical practice in Iran for prisoners when they finish half their sentence to be let out on good behaviour. Right. His behaviour has been immaculate. Um, you know, he's not complaining about anything. So we just thought it was going to be May and we were told it was going to be May. And then in May, May came and then they said, oh, no, no, there's going to be an Eid at the end of Ramadan in July. And that's when a lot of people get pardoned. He's on the list. Don't worry. If you go and we also get kept getting told if you go public, then it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And we're never going to release him. But I got to the sort of, you know, we got to the stage of thinking, what well, once May didn't happen, we got to the stage of thinking, well there's a danger of not going public and that danger is that he even comes to the end of his sentence and they still don't release him or yeah. he just dies in prison. Yeah. So it's like whatever we do They're not keeping their promises anyway. No, they haven't from the beginning, to be honest. Um, you know, they yeah, you know, they never really explain what this is about at the beginning. He is... They-
8: he is. I, I, let me remind, let, remind listeners: he holds dual British and Iranian citizenship. That's correct. So the, the, the,
2: we have a responsibility to this gentleman. Is the British government doing anything? Um, I, I think they're doing, you know what what they can. I, you know, I first approached them in, uh, you know in 2013. You know, with hindsight, you, you could say I could have approached them earlier. The, 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 there's very little they can do, but uh, I think they can do more now that the relationship's a lot better. Mm. So they, you know, they see them a lot, and they're escalating, and they're in the embassy in Iran. They're trying to do things, but I think it's very slow. And now. they
8: are talking about your your dad because the, the, are, the iranians yeah. don't recognize dual no they don't um, citizenship no, they don't. do they
2: so that's that's the big problem in the iranian constitution it just says if you're an iranian citizen, you're an iranian citizen. we don't care about anything else so that you know i think they've been raising um you know for almost two years now uh, you know my dad's case with the iranians and initially the iranians were like it's nothing nothing to do with you to stop asking mm. us about this guy but um i think you know i sort of i take small promising signs i mean i was i was actually in the um Um, Iranian embassy in London yesterday I I made contact in the beginning of September once Mm. the embassy's opened and the diplomat I'm dealing with there is very sympathetic and he's trying his best but the problem is we seem so many layers removed from the decision Mm. makers in Tehran around the you know the right authorities in the judiciary Um, and uh, you know it just seems to take ages to get any message to you know to the right person and we've been yeah we I've been in contact with Iranians directly for um, over a year now um, yeah I made contact in uh, the you know, Iranian Embassy in New York for the United Nations and then switched over to the London embassy with mm. Oban. and just keep keep bugging them and the diplomats I deal with are sympathetic and say they 'll do their best, but you know, nothing seems to change how's it affecting you um, Well, to be honest, how it affects me i don 't feel is very important i 'm just you know, i 'm always uh, you know, worried uh, you know, worried about my dad mm. um, so uh, you know for for all the family. Um, uh, you know it's been it's been very you know my my kids keep uh, my daughters keep asking you know when grandad coming home Um they've now yeah we we sort of told them what it was about but they've now re, you know seen him on the telly you mm. know uh, um, and uh, obviously you're know, listening to this radio program um, and yeah they're really realizing how how important and yeah. how big this is and they yeah you know, they've been confused for years like we have about what why did he suddenly stop coming back and why can't we see him optimistic
8: um, do you, do you think
2: that, that coming out? I mean, I mean, obviously, maybe it's a silly question.
8: This is dragging on, but do you think that coming out and talking well, about
2: it is, it, from an emotional point of view, I feel better coming out. Yeah. I, I don't like keeping this secret. From our, as far as I'm concerned, we as a family have got nothing to hide, um, and and so from an emotional point of view, yes. Um, I'm still a bit uncertain about how this will go, and I think it's important now that it's out that everyone is aware of it everyone talks to each other about it um, mm. you know we've got You know, in the last couple of weeks we've had a website put up so yeah, just, a face- just, just get sorry. spell
8: that out for us so that people can go and have a look yeah at
2: sorry it. Um, so free F-R-E-E obviously and then it's all one word and then my uh, father's first name K-A-M-A-L uh-huh. and then his surname my surname F for Freddie O-R-O-U-G-H-I dot so, com dot com all right, um, okay. and same spelling facebook.com slash so we've got a Facebook page okay. I've got a Twitter account and we're very in the very final stages of uh, of launching a petition. Um, hopefully, in the next a uh, you know, couple of days. You keep in touch with us and let us know. Yeah, goes. very very happy to come I back. I really very wish happy. you the best of luck. Thank I hope you very much. Dad thank, much. Back. thank you, you know, having me. See, you yeah, that's all well we want. It's him back, so he can spend time with us.
8: Brilliant. Nice to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you very much You're indeed. Welcome. 03459 455555 double five five double five. Let's get the travel. Travel news
7: for beds, hearts, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: There are cues on the M25 clockwise, There's been an accident just after Junction 16 for the M40 which is causing a delay from Junction 15 for the M4 and it has been reopened but it's very slow and there's also long delays on the M25 anti-clockwise all the way from the M1 around to Junction 14 for Heathrow after an accident's happened there and joined up with the rush hour queues. On the A1M it's busy southbound between Junction 10 for Baldock and 7 for Stevenage and on the A5 High Street North Inn is looking very slow southbound from the Houghton Road towards Brewers Hill Road through the roadworks. On the East Midlands trains, there are delays between Luton and St Pancras because the train's broken down. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Um, we're all just saying what a nice bloke Cameron was, you know, flippin' And um, uh, Well, he's you know, his, his dad's got a good one fighting for him in his corner. We'll keep you up to date with that story. If we get any more um, uh, details about that as it, as it goes on, uh, we shall, of course, let you know. Thank you so much for coming in. I'd, um you think doesn't it right uh where are we now it is 8 18 it is <laughs> for you pendants out there it's wednesday the 28th of october i'm ian lee these are your headlines a meeting is due to take place today between bedfordshire mps and the policing minister mike penning over funding for the county's police force Kamran Farugi from Hartsmere is calling upon iran to release his dad uh, his dad kamal Farugi who holds dual british and iranian citizenship And Canadian investigators say a whale-watching boat that capsized may have become unstable because the
9: passengers are crowded onto one side of the deck. Every
8: weekday morning.
9: Isn't it nice to have a good discussion about things in a polite way?
24: My opinion is... You make a very valid point. As long as the person can do the job... I don't care. Hence, I'm saying she's completely out of touch.
9: It doesn't always happen like that, though, does it? Well, if you let me speak, I'll let you I'll, I'll let you know what they are then. Well, it not
20: that an accident's been caused,
9: does it? The JVS Show. My big phone-in every morning from nine gets everybody talking.
20: First of all,
26: I congratulate you. have got a very good topic on this morning. I'd like to share some experiences. I'm
19: not going to respond to that statement because I find that quite inflammatory. The
1: JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: A poster campaign to raise awareness of child abuse has started in Milton Keynes. Um, Images with the words Milton Keynes says no to child abuse have gone up in the town on buildings and on the back of buses. Well, Jane Held is the independent chair of the Milton Keynes Safeguarding Children Board. Jane, I think the the way that these these interviews have been written out for me, I think I'm supposed to be a little bit snarky about this. But I've seen the posters. I think they're a great idea. Uh, How did they come about?
22: It came about because we know and all the national research says that uh, the best way to protect children is within their own communities and their own families so we wanted to help raise awareness of that and help people realize that it's the right thing to do if they're worried about a child to talk
8: about it uh, the phone numbers in the email address that are on all the posters where do they go to who get who, who will you be who will if I were to you know phone that up or send an email who would I be in communication with
22: you'd be talking at what's called the multi-agency safeguarding hub um, that's a, a an organizational group of police and social workers who together will talk to you about what you're concerned about and we'll ask a number of questions to help decide what's the best thing to do about it. Of course, if, you, if it's a really big risk, you're really worried about it, go straight to the police.
8: Yeah. I mean, suppo- suppose, like, you know, I live two doors down and I see a seven year old kid. He comes out one day. He's got a black eye. Is, is, is that something I should be getting in touch with? What, what, what kind of things should people be, be contacting you with?
22: And if you know the family well and you know that that would be very, very unusual and you know the little boy, you'd be able to say, hi, how did you get that black eye? But if you knew that that was the third or fourth or fifth time you'd seen yeah. it and he was showing other things that were worrying you about being anxious or frightened or you know, bolshy or lots of things, that's when you really ought to start thinking, oh, maybe I need to do something about this.
8: And are the phone numbers, are they 24-7 or is it office hours? What's what's the deal there? Hello?
22: Oh, sorry about.
8: Oh, Jane, you Jane, you keep disappearing. Whatever you're um, pressing, don't.
22: No, sorry, the phone the phone disconnected. My apologies. Oh,
8: the older the old phone disconnected ploy. I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, the phone number is it office hours twenty four seven. <laughs> What's it's
22: um office hours is oh one nine zero eight two five three one six nine or. Uh, seventy Out of hours, it's 01908 265545.
8: Okay. So it is 24-7. OK. Because we've had... The, I think the reason that we were doing this story, and, I, I, and I, I, the way the show works, Jane, is I come in and there are some suggested questions for me and I follow them or I don't. I, I tend sure. to prefer to have a chat. And the way these questions are written, I think I'm supposed to have a tone about this because of the phrase, Milton Keynes says no to child abuse. And the line is then, well, well what is, where actually says yes. And there have been one or two kind of dissenting voices on Twitter and Facebook and stuff saying well that's a stupid line isn't it but it, 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 the poster isn't entirely that that's just kind of the, the neat little tagline that you've got isn't it
22: yes it's the way of getting people to realize that actually it's really really important and it's as much their business as it is anybody else's it's dead easy for people to think oh that's somebody else's problem mm. that's a problem for social workers or it's a problem for someone else actually it isn't people in communities Protect children.
8: Jane, I wish you the very best of luck with it. You know, and if, if, if one kitty gets helped as a result of it, then it has been uh, thoroughly worthwhile. So, best of luck. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, 03459 555.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks.
8: This is Ian Lee.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: It's easy for people on Twitter to have a pop about something like that because you just get the line on Twitter. Milton Keynes says no to child abuse. Well, where would say yes then? What a ridiculous campaign. But, you know, go and have a look at the posters before you do that. It's not, that's not just, you know, saying <laughs> Milton Keynes um, twinned with Montreux in France. And also, we say no to child abuse. Remember when I used to live in Slough? At one point they went up, and I think there were official signs, Slough, an anti-nuclear town was you get as you driving. in. Yeah, maybe an anti-nuclear town, but it's, it's, a, it's a pro dump. <laughs> That's a little bit hard. No, it's quite fair on Slough, actually. Oh three four five nine 555 is the phone number that David in Hitchin continually dials. Good morning, David. <laughs> hello there, Ian. Yeah, hello there, David. Classic pants. Still on that rubbish phone, I see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know,
27: one who says I'll have the money to get another one. Huh? One who says I'll have the money to get another one. Huh? Yeah, exactly right.
8: Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. What you got for us, boss?
27: Well, it's just uh, I, I know that
8: Elvis had um, part Indian, uh, American Indian ancestry. Yes. Um, and for that reason, he did have a slightly ethnic look about him. David, your line is your line is your line is worse than usual. I can You're gonna have to get a new phone, dude. Honestly, I'm. I'm I tried and I just. Um, I just oh, hello, monkeys. So, here's the thing. Um, uh, Danny Warbucks, um, he's kind of in third place at the moment to replace Kelly Betts when she leaves. Third? Sorry? Third? Yeah, that's the latest. Who's second? Don't make
10: it fourth. (laughs)
6: Mm.
8: Well, Kelly Betts is actually second place to replace Kelly Betts. And who's first? I'm not allowed to say for security reasons. Who's security? Um, Akim's. Mm. Um, but you're, you shocked us all this morning by coming in wearing a, a, a shirt that looks like it's from the 1980s. Congratulations on that. Okay, there's nothing wrong with my shirt. It's flecked. I think we'd call that flecked, wouldn't we?
11: Yeah. Why does everyone always pick on the shirt? Because it's a well, rubber shirt. They always pick not, on that shirt what,
8: specifically or your other shirts. Um, this shirt specifically. Well, then then the, that answers your question. Matt Lockwood
7: thought I had dandruff on me.
8: It, it looks like it. Um, He's a fine one to talk.
6: <laughs> He'd yeah. have
8: dandruff if there wasn't so much grease in his hair holding his dandruff in place. Yeah, he probably would. Well, you shocked us this morning because you're shocked. you're here, t- you're not dedicated to the cause. You're here today, you're here tomorrow, you're not here Friday because you're going to, um, um, well, you're going back in time, you're going to Blackpool. Yep. Why? I don't know. Mm. Just fun. Halloween. Who goes to? Is this like? Is it like you? Like like loads of your young friends? No, not loads of my young friends. No. Who, who? Your boyfriend? Who? Who are you going with? Girlfriend. Your girlfriend and you were going yep. to Blackpool for yep. Halloween. Yeah. Why? Um, it was her idea. Is it? Have you got spooky balls? No. Halloween ball? Are they having Halloween balls? Up oh there? no, there's a gig. Ah. Now we're a in. Gig. Now we're there. Kelly, a gig. Kelly, over to you. He's speak your okay. language. Yeah.
10: Uh, who are you going to see? James Bay. Oh you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, from Hitchin Yep.
8: Yeah, good guy.
10: Oh, I first heard him in 2007.
8: While those two are having a chat about James Bay playing in Blackpool, let me tell you what's actually happening. Danny is probably going to get the job filling in for Kelly. He doesn't know this yet. We don't want him to know it. We want him to work really, really hard this week. And then at the end of the week, we're going to tell him he hasn't got the job, but actually. He has got the job. So just to clarify, the new Kelly Betts is Dishy Danny Warbucks. The new Kelly Betts is Dishy Danny Warbucks. But shh, he doesn't know that yet.
6: He's in Blackpool,
7: is he? Yeah, he's, at, well, no, he's in Manchester, so we're, we're in Blackpool for the what? weekend, but then we're going to go over to Manchester but the thing for the oh, about
8: the thing about, well, why don't you just go to Manchester, yeah. which is the, the, the seventh best city in the world, according Hasn't to the Hasn't got a pleasure beach. Well, neither is Blackpool. It's, it's called a pleasure beach. It's a, it should be called a flipping miserable beach from the 70s. It's horrible there. And Blackpool in October, sweet lord, you're going to want to kill yourself. To, or go to Manchester. Manchester's got the um, the Gay Canal. It's got, um, it's got you go 10 miles out, you've got a statue to Frank Sidebottom. It's got a library. It's got all these things in Manchester. Blackpool's got nothing. <laughs>
9: you got higher and higher there.
8: Yeah, I know, and I must try and knock that on their head. It really is interfering with work, so I apologise. Oh yes. three four five nine four double five five double five. The last thirty minutes of the show has anybody, and I mean anybody, got a good thing to say about Blackpool? I don't think so. Travel news for beds, hearts,
7: and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. There are long delays on the
16: M25, anti-clockwise because of an accident just after Junction 14 for Heathrow. That's causing a delay from Junction 21 for the M1, but all the lanes are back open again. It's still very slow, though. And clockwise on the M25, just after Junction 16 at the Chalfont Viaduct, there was an accident earlier, too. That's causing a delay from Junction 15 for the M4. In Bisham, on the A404, they're accused southbound because of a police incident going on between Bradenham Lane at the Temple turnoff and the Henley turnoff as causing problems back from the M40, the High Wycombe Handicross roundabouts. And the High Street North in Dunstable is very slow southbound. It's busy in both directions around Brewers Hill Road, actually through the roadworks. On the M1 southbound, it's very slow between Junction 13 for Bedford and 9 for Redbourne. We've had reports of patchy queues all the way down and problems with visibility and surface water on the roads. And on the train departure boards, just checking the East Midlands trains between Luton and St Pancras that have got delays because of a breakdown. Samantha
1: Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Sammy, thank you so, so much.
7: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8.30, I'm John Kay. Cancer Research UK says vital opportunities to diagnose patients early and increase their chance of survival are being missed. A meeting's due to take place today between Bedfordshire's MPs and the Policing Minister Mike Penning over funding for the county's police force. Ollie Martins, Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner, will be in Luton's main shopping centre again today to encourage people to sign a petition. Kamran Farooqi from Hartsmere is calling upon Iran to release his dad. Kamal Farooqi, who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship, has served more than half of an eight-year jail sentence and he's currently ill. The weather, heavy rain this morning. Three-Counties Sports, BBC Three-Counties Radio. Aidan Hazard missed the crucial spot kick as holders Chelsea were dumped out of the League Cup on penalties at Stoke. Loic Remy's injury time equalizer has forced extra time after Jonathan Walters had given Stoke the lead. Manager Jose Mourinho refused to point the figure, finger at Hazard.
17: When we go to penalties, we go confident, but we missed one and this is the last thing I do in my career is to is to blame a player because the easy thing is is for a player to say I don't take. So when a player takes and misses, has my respect.
0: Arsenal are out of the League Cup too, beaten 3-0 by Championship side Sheffield Wednesday. The defeat could prove even more costly to manager Arsene Wenger, who saw both Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Theo Walcott go off
18: early with injuries. Both of them are muscular injuries, so you need to wait 48 hours in the scan to see how big the damage is, but uh, they're of course out for the next game. When you lose two players like that, you look at your bench and you think, uh, do I bring another experienced player on? and uh, risk to lose another one.
0: Championship Hull also through after beating Premier League Leicester in a shootout, while Everton also needed penalties to beat Norwich. Tonight, Liverpool hosts Bournemouth, with manager Jurgen Klopp still looking for his first win. Daniel Sturridge again misses out with injury. Manchester City takes on Crystal Palace, Southampton play managerless Aston Villa, and Manchester United are at home to Middlesbrough. An historic day, Great Britain's women gymnasts, they've won their first ever world team final medal by claiming bronze at the World Championships in Glasgow. The United States won gold, while China took silver. Becky Downey was particularly pleased for her sister Ellie, who had earlier made an error in her bars routine.
10: This week's been a really crazy week. After qualifications, I had quite a big disappointment, but we knew that we had the potential to come in fighting today. For me, I had to change my bar routine a bit rapidly, and I just said to the girls, a team final, anything can happen. After that first mistake, the girls did amazing, and I couldn't have asked for any more. I'm just so, so pleased.
0: The dates for the 2019 Rugby World Cup in Japan have been confirmed. It'll start at Tokyo Stadium on Friday the 20th of September with the final at the International Stadium Yokohama on Saturday the 2nd of November. World Rugby Managing Director Brett Gosper says there'll be no problems with support for the event even if, like England, Japan exit the competition in the group stages. If you've
9: got a good product on the field, if you've got great atmosphere in the tournament, then actually it's an incredibly resilient tournament and people have remained interested we've that through television ratings, and we've seen it in the fan zones, and so on. So, I think that comforts that should that happen in Japan, the tournament will roll
0: on and be successful as it has been here. That's Three Counties News and Sport, and I'll have more for you at nine.
8: Wish I could speak with my dog. I wish I could speak with my dog. Cause right now it's just a monologue Cloud walking was allowed.
6: I
14: wish every wish would come true. I wish every wish would come true.
8: Good when they do Morning, losers. Ian Lee. No, hang on a second. <clears throat> Morning, guys. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Carpet Martin's upset. Oi! He says, oi! Mush, mush. I'm from Blackpool, and I used to work on the Pleasure Beach. It's full of pleasure. It's not... It is miserable. And in this weather, there's nothing more heartbreaking, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, than um, going to Britain's seaside resorts, there's more to that sentence, during the winter months. It's just like um, it's God's waiting room. It really is a very, very depressing sight. You want pleasure? Have a listen to this lot. Smooth. Get <laughs> this is a good headline and this is almost a what's the story morning glory kind of headline but we won't uh, we won't play this game but uh, get off at this station kelly
10: mm.
8: get off at this station kelly
10: i thought you said you didn't want to well we're not playing it
8: technically mm. but you can still guess what the story is, is get it... get off at this station
10: is it to do with a radio station a train station a bus station
8: I'll just do the story. Oh, no. Mm. Pairs, oh, a railway can. romp. Ooh. Oh, dear. I thought so. Hang on a second. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh.
9: A sex crazed couple
8: romped. Just, <laughs> just the best beginning to any <laughs> story ever. A sex crazed couple romped at a railway station as shocked passengers waited for a rush hour train. Flippin', it. <laughs> so it was busy then. <laughs> Oh, there's a picture of them. That picture's tiny. The Randy Teens... (coughs) None of these are real words. I must write that book one day on words that are only used in newspapers uh, or on radio. Uh, Because none of these are real words. The Randy Teens stripped off in a bike shed. So far, that's the first real words we've heard. Bike shed. (laughs) For the X-rated show after getting all steamed up on the platform. Romantic. Very romantic. They were obviously a very loving couple. The youth had earlier exposed himself to other passengers. Naughty, Ooh. naughty, naughty, naughty. Then it goes on. He and a friend had also urinated on the platform. Naughty, 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 naughty. Stunned onlookers called nine nine nine. I'm stunned, and I'm <laughs> on looking at this. I'm going to call nine nine nine. But the group had scarped by the time cops arrived. Um uh, the two male uh, the, this is the police speak this is speak now four youths, two male and two female entered the station. The two males then urinated on the platforms before one of them threw a large bag of rubbish onto the tracks. He then jumped down and trespassed on the tracks. The other exposed himself on the platform before entering the cycle sheds with one of the females. Were they engaged in indecent sexual activity? He added, It certainly can't have been pleasant for the other passengers on the platform who may have witnessed it. Now, you go speaking for yourself, officer. I would love to have caught an eye full of that. I would love to. Remind me what I'm missing.
10: What would you have done?
8: I would have been um, shocked that I was onlooking and I would have dialed a 999. <laughs> I don't know, I would, wouldn't have dialed. i gone, Oi! 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 Uh, not you, them! Get them, can you Can you get them? Tap that them. No, 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 them. The ones with the the. Yes, them. What are you doing? Well, pack it in. That's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. I would have bought a can of Coke and poured it over their heads. I don't know, <laughs> what do you do with, with, um, with when you find rutting animals? I don't know what you get up to. That's what I would have done. <laughs> Is Daily there? Have a look. Let's have a little What's, it's like a it's like a, a lucky dealy dip. We'll oh do no, that's thoroughly unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> He's there, He's I there. heard The dirty, oh. less gravelly chuckle well, than it used to be. Imagine like
11: that. A, hang on, boss, what just just say that again. It's like mm. a what, sorry. It's like a what. Sorry? You just said it's like a a, a dirty something. A dirty dealy dip. That's outrageous. Why? I don't come to work to be treated like that. Well, where do you normally go?
6: Hey, <laughs>
8: the old ones are indeed the oldest. Oh, the no, I, just, I didn't know if you were on, um, because um, uh, whoever's in charge of my screen has not typed Ooh. on the screen that you're there. Oh, no. that's Danny again, isn't it? Kit Kat boy. Da- no. Is, is he, are you taking a break, Danny? Are you having yeah. two fingers? <laughs> you're taking two fingers, are you? Yep. Right, so wasn't Danny's me. fault. not me. If he wants this
11: job, then he really has I to... I was just about to check if you were there, ...pull those two just fingers in. out. Yeah, and get a new jumper.
8: I haven't got a jumper on. Exactly, you should have one. You should have one to cover that shirt, which is a disgrace. There's the wrong my The original race, shirt. my boomerang won't come back. Justin, what Wait. do you think to my shirt?
11: Uh, your shirt's not very good. Listen, if you want to work on the what? breakfast show, the award-winning breakfast show, you need swag. What's wrong is
8: with John my God shirt? Is John coming back? Oh, you mean this one? This, we, we did win an award, didn't we? Mm. Yes, yes, mm. yes. It's mm. yes. just mm. not good enough. Uh, Deeley. Mm. Oh, hang on. Oh, right. <laughs> we, we put out. We put out the um, Akbar Dad Khan signal, and it's um, it's it's it worked. Or Tell yeah. them I just want to know. I don't want to talk about anything boring. I just want to know if um, it's true that Indian people like Elvis. Ask him
10: yourself.
8: Oh, that's right. Akbar. Good morning. I don't want to talk about anything boring. I just want to know, when Ooh. I grew up in, in, in Slough, I used to have loads of Indian friends, primarily Indian, a few Pakistani, a few Bangladeshi, primarily Indian, right? And every time I went round their house after school for tea, the majority of them would have in their living room a framed picture of Elvis Presley, right? And I asked my friend Ajit Nanda about this, and he said, well, my mum thinks that Elvis was Indian. (laughs) Is any of this, is any of this ringing true with the ADK, the Akbar Dad Khan? Uh, uh, It certainly doesn't uh, ring true with
26: the ADK at all. Um, And uh, I haven't come across uh, with the... uh, with any uh, Indian or, for that matter, uh, Pakistani household, where uh, um, in their living living room uh, there would be the pictures of Elvis Presley. Um, oh, yes, on occasions I've seen uh, p- uh, pictures of uh, Elvis Presley here and there among uh, among Asian communities, uh, uh, and that, that that shows that. Uh, uh,
8: Akbar, sorry to interrupt, Justin. Could you could you stop stroking your chin, mate? It's, it's it's disturbing the broadcast.
11: I'm not stroking my chin. It's just a man on the street who's sweeping the streets because oh. when I go onto the streets, he wants to make sure everything around me is clean. Okay. fair All enough. Right. Just, right. Justin, yes, boss. Justin, you
26: are you are looking for some famous songs, and if you could play me a song by Lata Mangeshkar, an Indian legend, you will make my day. Uh, okay, yeah. Leave it with Hang me. Akbar. Uh, Akbar. By oh, who? Lata yeah, yeah. Mangeshkar. How are you spelling Belata Mangeshkar? Lata. Hello. Uh, no, 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 that is L A T A Lata. 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 First, yeah. Second name Mangeshkar. M A N. Yeah. G G E H S E R. Hang on.
8: Fuck yeah. a minute. You just <laughs> made. A, there was a made-up letter in there. M A N G. What? No, no.
26: M A N. Yeah.
8: G-E-S-H G-E-S-H? Oh yeah, G E S H. Again, there's a made-up letter in there somewhere. It's it's Lata No, we're not we're not gonna play any of that rubbish. Was it a turntable hit?
26: No no no. She's a legend,
8: Ian. No no, we're not playing we're not playing any of that rubbish. This
26: is you. You would be dancing after after hearing a song from
8: her. Oh. It's not really, it's not really kicking off so far, Akbar. No, 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 no. It's, it's a great song. Go keep, keep going. Ah,
26: ha,
8: ha. Wonderful. I tell you what I like. I tell you what. I tell you what we're gonna have. I tell you what. Now this is this this my friend. This is a classic, right? You ready for a classic? Yeah. All together. We're all going to join in together. Oh, it's an advert. Hang on a second. Um, we've got to, wait the, got to wait for the advert to pass, I think, Akbar. I think I know what you're going to play. No, 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 no. No, you simply don't know. This advert is seven minutes long. How can it be a seven-minute advert? Hang on a second. You, no, you don't know what I'm going to play. Right, this, this, you're going to know this one, Akbar. Classic. Here we go. The same lad had Elvis.
24: You ready?
19: a
8: <laughs> Hang on, hang on. Here we go. Let me get to the song. Here comes the song. Here comes the song. You ready? You ready? Gonna sing along, Akbar? Yes, I am. I am. John Johnny John Aldan. Bara baram pam 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 pam. John Johnny John Aldan. Bara baram pam 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 pam. Go on, Akbar. Yes, yes, wonderful, wonderful. What? Bird. Okay, Akbar. Okay, let's test your credentials. Name the film.
26: Ah, oh, I've seen That's the, a the, the, the 70s
8: film Yeah, name the and, film, uh, name the
26: film uh, Sorry, I'll fail there In that the
8: case, young, I'm afraid I'll... you're fired Of course, it's Naseeb
7: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
1: BBC Three
16: Counties Radio on the M25, an accident anti-clockwise is causing delays from Junction 18 for Chorleywood to Junction 14 for Heathrow. Joining up with the rush hour accused, so there are delays back past the M4 and the M40. On the A1M, it's busier than usual southbound between Junction 10 for Startfold and 7 for Stevenage. And in Henlow on Arsley Road, that's been partially blocked by an accident at Arsley Road. Arsley Road?
8: You said Arsley. Arsley. I didn't say it again.
16: Say Arsley. Arsley. There we go, thank you. In, Co- in, <laughs> in Codicott on the B656 that's very slow southbound between the Three Horses Lane and Rabley Heath Road and on the A5 High Street North in Dunstable it's very slow southbound between Houghton Road and Brewers Hill Road through the road works. In Bisham on the A404 they're accused southbound because of a police incident between the Temple Turnoff and the Henley Turnoff which is causing a delay back from the M40 at the High Wycombe Handicross Roundabout and East Midlands trains have delays between Luton and St Pancras because a train's broken down. Samantha Broughby BBC Three County Radio.
8: Thank you very much indeed, Sammy. Daily, stay there. We got sidetracked by Akbar, as we often do... Where are we now? 8.46, these are your headlines. Cancer Research UK says vital opportunities to diagnose patients early and increase their chances of survival are being missed. Ollie Martins, Bedfordshire's police and crime commissioner, will be in Luton's main shopping centre today to encourage people to sign a petition against cuts to funding Bedfordshire's police force. And Kamran Farugi from Hartsmere is calling upon Iran to release his dad. Kamal Farugi who holds dual British and Iranian citizenship, has served more than half of an eight-year jail sentence. Let's get the weather!
23: Hello, the Met Office have a yellow warning in place for rain until 11 o'clock concerning Hertfordshire. Uh, but there's rain pretty much for all of us uh, as we head through the day. It gradually clears to the north, leaving behind some sunny spells. Uh, the further west and south you are, the more chance you have of seeing those. Temperatures reaching 14 degrees Celsius. Tonight, it's mainly dry, uh, clear to start off with, but we have cloud building through the early hours of the morning with lows of 9 degrees. Dry and bright first thing tomorrow, but there is a band of rain sweeping eastwards, bringing with it gusts. It's pretty drizzly stuff, but it's staying with us through the afternoon and into the night. Temperatures up to 14 degrees. Now, overnight, heavier rain joins in and continues into Friday, uh, leaving showers behind in the afternoon. But it is looking dry and brighter over the weekend. Cloudier on Sunday, but staying mild with some mist and fog patches at night and in the morning. That's your latest forecast.
8: Thank you very much. On this week's Best Of Podcast... What's all this about kicking a cow, Peter? Line three, what would you like to say? Lee,
13: uh, <laughs>
1: Download all the latest podcasts at bbc.co.uk slash threecountiesradio. Morning,
13: Ian, how are you? Is that your real voice? Oh, hi.
8: Is that your real dog? The Ian Lee Best Of Podcast. What's the youngest Gary you know? I need you to talk about Kelly in the past tense, OK? Do you know what that means? I forgot Grumpy Jamie was coming in today. <laughs> Yeah. What a buzzkill. Remind us why I <laughs> thought it was a good idea to invite you in.
1: Download all the latest podcasts at bbc.co.uk/slash Three Counties Radio.
8: Big turntable hit. Together now,
15: the chewy mooie, chewy
14: movie, chewy movie.
8: Indian dancing. Hard on the arms, isn't he? You needs strong arms for that stuff. He needs strong arms for that, Justin. The arms are up constantly.
6: Constantly. Yeah,
8: beautiful.
26: Rappo, rappo.
8: Chris is Dala Mendy. Dala Mendy, Man, what a guy. What an absolute... Chewy, mooie, chewy, mooie. Chewy, mooie, chewy, mooie, chewy, mooie. I don't really know the chorus. Um, <laughs> right, oh, the phones have gone mental. Hang on a second. Ben. Yes, sir. Yeah, Yes, sir. What have you got for us, boss? Well, I
25: was just thinking coming in, um, and I thought, how's Bells? I've just heard about Kells. I feel I've been cut with a knife. But one consolation, upon her reincarnation, oh. right across the nation, we just might see Kelly on telly.
8: Never gonna happen. Thanks, Ben. Bye-bye. How did that make you feel as a person, Kelly? I,
10: oh, that was special.
8: Yeah, okay, There we go. John's, hang on a minute, daily John's online more. Right. Well, thank you, Ben. Yes, John. Hello, young man, how are you? I'm very well, old man. What you got for us? Old man? Sorry? Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. What are you, 50, 56? You ain't far out. Yeah, and no, I'm good. I'm good at that. We're, 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 we're I'm 42 and I'm old, John. So if you're, you're older than me. We're knackered, mate. I feel it. Do you remember being 24? We were 24 once. 24. Remember yeah, it? No. 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 no not no. at all. What you got for us, John? You love. You love Blackpool.
20: I uh, wouldn't say I love Blackpool. I mean, areas of it are, unfortunately, probably, you know, for people who live there, run down. Uh, the council seem to be spending a lot of money on the seafront. I've uh, been up there the last two summers for the Ultimate Elvis Tribute Contest. Oh, so...
8: <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry? What, the Ultimate Elvis Tribute concert Contest in Blackpool?
20: It's a European thing, they have it in England, they have it there. And it oh. is a really good 3 day weekend.
8: Oh, and I bet the event, do you know what, I bet that sounds, that sounds like an absolute riot. And I, I'd love a bit of that, daily, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, right up my street, beautiful. I, I just wouldn't go to Blackpool for it. Yeah.
20: Well, unfortunately, you don't get a lot of choice that's where it's hosted. <laughs> but you know, you get yourself up there. It is a fabulous weekend. We but, it's do not, but, but, uh, but it's
8: not Blackpool that's making it fabulous. It's the fact that you've got a load of Elvises there, that uh, Elvi. That's what's making it uh, fabulous. <laughs> You're locked in a hotel ballroom with a load of Elvi. As Soon as you step you out, and the you gardens. Ooh, but it's just so miserable up there, John. Um,
20: it's what you make of it, though. It matter where you go;
8: it's what you make of it. Hey, they hey listen. Trying, to... up, they are trying up there. If
20: you go up the, the seafront, is they are doing. John
8: thank you very much indeed very wise words there from John Dealey It's yeah, yeah, what absolutely. you make of it
11: i've got an idea okay go on, fella. Yeah, go on. why don't okay for, for the next uh, elvis international conference why yeah. don't we uh, go up there and follow the local elvis impersonators and report back yeah, what do you reckon? I'm up yeah? for that. Yeah. I'm, yeah? I'm, do
8: you remember the old day when the BBC could do what it wanted, but it had way too much? There used to be incinerators around the back of the BBC where they would just burn all the excess money that they had, right? Yeah. And yeah, the BBC right was course. king and could do anything. You remember those times, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, and, and, and local radio would go and do broadcasts from like different parts of the world. I've, I've heard hmm. stories that the breakfast show here once went to America.
11: Absolutely and the show true.
8: From yeah. America. That yeah, was coot. Nice yeah. Well, well, come on then, guys. As tribute <laughs> to Cootsie, can't we go up to? Blackpool for the the Elvis tribute. We're not asking for much, are we? We're, we're just asking for a week in Blackpool, guys. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Hang on a minute, Katya. Well, hello, yes. yes. Yes, no. We. The dealie's about to do his piece, and he's got a nice little thing about what you found in gardens. And good for him. Yes. Well, no, not good for him, mate. Good for the listener. Good for the listener. Excellent value, quality. So what I'm going to suggest, Katia Oh. Yeah. Yeah is um we let justin do his thing yes is this a, well no you sound like you've got a problem we let justin do his thing <laughs> okay because he stood out in the he's chucking it down there mate you must it's be horrible, soaking
11: yeah. yeah pneumonia coming back on again uh, well uh, i mean uh, he has he has looked death in um, the
8: face umbrella
3: umbrellas is that good
8: mm. no i'm too hard for that he, uh, listen here's my thing right and this is genuine problem I hate umbrella users, right?
6: Wow.
8: Well, cause I was in Oxford Street yesterday, and it wasn't raining, but if it had been, I've been in Oxford Street in the rain. You've got these people holding umbrellas, right? Yeah. If you've got an umbrella, it's your job to negotiate the streets. You go yeah. up, you go down, you yeah. tilt it to the left, you tilt it to the right. Well, the people walking around you—that's like saying, as I like oh, I've got a car and I'm just going to drive straight, and everyone has to yep. get out of my way. No, 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 no,
11: no, no. Yeah. The owner of the car is responsible for not hitting other people. The same should apply to umbrella users, Josh. I tell you something, boss. Okay, we, would you let somebody on the roads without a driving license? No, you wouldn't. No, okay, mate. so maybe oh. we should have an umbrella license in this Flippin country. Heck. You have just—you've
8: yeah. you've just actually managed to sum up my uh, my argument in, 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 that I've had for years in a few words. Thank you, mate. Yes, you've it's clarified. It. Yeah, uh-huh. we should have an umbrella license. You're
22: dilly dallying. Yeah, You're uh, dallying. He uh, can't do his uh, bits now. What's
8: What's the Belgium? Mm-hmm for dilly-dallying. Oh, Is there a Belgian for it? <laughs> I don't speak Belgian anymore. What do you, what do you speak? What, what 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 do you speak? Flemish. Uh, you know, I
22: wanted to apologize to Kelly. Okay,
8: well, you, you, we can do that in a minute. Can we do can we please do, do just in peace first because he's um, out in the rain as no. we've we've agreed we both dislike umbrellas intensely and the people that use them, well, are, are, you know, the, the, the spawn of the devil and I I think shooting's too good for them. <laughs> um, so, Dealey, I don't want you yeah. to have an umbrella.
11: No. Okay.
8: sou'wester? You know yes. one of those little yellow... The sou'wester, Katia? I never
22: heard about
8: them. Well, I'll, you're about to. Those little yellow plastic hats that sailors used to wear. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, sou'wester. Sou'wester? Sou'wester. How do you write that? Sou'wester. Sou'wester. Who's Dilly Daly in now? Or as they <laughs> yeah. say, dans la francais, la poula, la poulet. <laughs> Yes.
27: Please,
8: uh, Justin, do, do your bit now. Please, Justin, yeah. do your bit okay. now. Catty is uh, kindly yep. getting Catty. will come to you after this okay. bit. You have plenty of time, I promise.
11: Okay, right, boss. Earlier on, you were talking about dead rock stars. You said take that to the streets. To be fair, it was a bit bland. It was. It was it is, the same odd names. A okay, little bit great, but, Yeah. But then, at about ten to eight, you said after talking about World War Two shells being found in Potter's Bar, you it was said good, that guy wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Found those in the back garden. You said, what's the most unusual thing you found in your back garden? Yes. I've taken this one to the streets. It gets very, very dark. Just to warn you, it gets very, very dark at the Should end. Should I turn the Indian? Pop music off. I think you should for this one because it okay. gets incredibly dark. In fact, so dark I can't see. Uh, here's what happened on the streets. Oh, Beverly, I love this story already. Beverly, tell us about the most unusual thing you found in your back garden.
23: Uh, a milk churn, a milk churn, whatever it's called. Yeah, from a dairy. It was buried in the garden when we first moved in, mm. and apparently the house used to be a dairy one. <laughs> it's Before. fantastic. It, years ago, of course, yeah. but yeah. So, so, when
11: you found it, um, what did you do with it?
23: Uh, We gave it to the actual dairy because we found out where it moved to, the dairy, Mm. and apparently they've given it to a museum.
11: Oh, this is brilliant. So now people from across the world are coming to look at your equipment.
23: Yes.
11: (laughs) Paul, what's the most unusual thing you found in your back garden? Open up on the streets. Uh, An old tin, that was it. Um, An old tin, and it still had some writing on it, and it was like a condensed milk, but it's from years ago. So a piece of historic milk. Yes. Okay. Thanks for opening up on the streets, Paul. No problem. We've had a few silly answers. Tell us what you found in your back garden. A dead body. Um, How did you find it? I'm doing landscape gardening. You're doing landscape gardening and you come across a dead body? It was a female. We know that. But we don't know the name, age. Um, Police come along. Private investigators and things and just took it away in a bag. They said, was you scared? No, not at all. How can you not be scared if you find a dead body in your back garden? Because my family are untakes, we're used to it. Right. Seeing right. grim sights and things like that. My God. Um, did you ever find out who it was? No, we didn't. We'd we done the right thing by calling the police and they just said thank you. Good grief. That is a very dark way to end this package. Yeah. OK, thanks very much. You're welcome. There you go. Wow. Wow.
22: Wow. Wow. It happens more and more often finding. No, that no, no, it,
8: no, no, it, it no, doesn't, it Katya. Does. Katya it, does. it doesn't. Listen, Katya. Um, yeah. Do you want to do your bit now, quickly?
22: Okay, Kelly. We um... haven't got time.
8: Sorry.
7: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: There are delays on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 19 for Watford and 16 for the M40 after an accident earlier. It's also busy on the A1M southbound between Junction 10 for Startfold and 7 for Stevenage. And as a result, in Codacart southbound on the B656, there are extra queues between the Three Houses Lane and Rabley Heath Road. In Henlow, Arsley Road has been partially blocked in both directions by an accident to Hitchin Road. And on the A5 High Street North Dunstable, it's very slow between uh, through the roadworks at Brewers Hill Road. On the A404 in Bisham, they're accused because of a police incident between the Temple Turnoff and the Henley Turnoff, off, with delays from the M40. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Thank you, Sammy. Sorry, Katia. You just understand live radio, the, the things get shifted all over the place. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, Katia, I promise. Well, get
1: and vocal across Beds, Hearts and
9: Bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Wednesday. It's pouring with rain. It's nine o'clock, but on today's big phone-in. Do we actually need bobbies on the beat in Beds, Hearts and Bucks? Two of the country's most senior police officers have signalled that the era where we saw bobbies on the beat is over. The chairwoman of the National Police Chiefs Council and the Deputy Commissioner of the Met say there's no money left to pay officers to patrol the streets. Instead, the police will focus on big investigations and cybercrime and they'll expect people to get involved in do-it-yourself policing too. With the Hemel MP and Policing Minister Mike Penning, he's told the BBC crime is falling and it's not how many officers we have that counts, it's how they're deployed. I want to know from you: Do we actually need Bobby's on the beat here in Bed's Hearts and Bucks? Here's my telephone number for your call: it's oh three four five nine four double five five double five. This is the JVS Show. On BBC Three
0: Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC News at 9 o'clock with John Kay. The headlines, cancer could be identified earlier, Thames Valley Police appeal for witnesses to a fatal accident and Bedfordshire calls for more funds for the police. BBC
1: Three Counties Radio.
0: Cancer Research UK says there's unacceptable variation between different parts of England in how quickly cancers diagnose. It says almost 20,000 cases could be caught earlier if all regions match the performance of the best. Sarah Williams from the charity says improvements could be relatively easy to make. Public
1: awareness, so encouraging people to go and see their doctor if they do notice any unusual persistent changes to their bodies, making sure that doctors are supported and have the correct help so they can be trying to make the best decision for the person in front of them, and then finally making sure that once that doctor has made a decision, that whether it's tests, whether it's seeing a specialist, whether it's a hospital appointment, that that happens as swiftly and smoothly as possible.
0: Volkswagen have announced big losses in its first figures since the scandal over rigged emissions tests broke last month. In the three months to September, it recorded an operating loss of £2.5 billion. It's the carmaker's first quarterly loss in at least 15 years. A Hertfordshire man's calling for his 76-year-old father, who's unwell, to be released from an Iranian prison on compassionate grounds. Kamal Farugi holds dual British and Iranian citizenship. Jessica Cooper reports.
10: Kamal's son Kamran, who's from Hartsmere, says the family are begging the Iranian authorities to release him. He's served more than half of an eight-year sentence for espionage at Evan Prison in Tehran, a charge which he's always denied. His family say they're worried about his health because he's been waiting for a full medical check for over a year and, given his age, they say it's time for him to be released.
0: Police are appealing for witnesses to a fatal accident near Milton Keynes yesterday. A pedestrian died after being hit by a lorry at Chichley on the A509 at 10 to 9 yesterday morning. He was taken to Milton Keynes General Hospital but later died. David Cameron is to challenge claims by campaigners who want Britain to leave the European Union and adopt a looser relationship modelled on Norway.